listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Five seven to your foe head there'll be mo dead because i'm a pro cad but lord forgive me i got to keep my millie right near me my mom be doing fine until these niggas want to clip me off my street but in my hood hood they hollering ghetto don't be no <clears throat> don't got no neighbors and they hit the pipe and never let go but i feel for them just like shaka khan feel for you ain't shit we can do but rest in peace pour a brew on the concrete remember when we ran deep remember in the party when we served these niggas dandy <laughs> they know not to test us test me do me try me tripping with that drama my beretta's right beside me one is in the air and one is in the chamber you asking how the fuck i'm doing i'm releasing anger quick to dodge danger i'm taking it one day at a time i got the fattest dimes around my way you can sway with andre i'll take it to the hojo bitch just to let you know yeah eight no anyway hey welcome to the black guy Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're back you guys out yeah. in audio mm-hmm. podcast land and just tune in whenever y'all feel like it i know shit went <clears> down like all i have no idea long y'all y'all have no idea okay do you it's understand stressful i was so stressed out okay it was it was technology decided to attack me this week okay guys but uh i i, I overcame i persevered i made it through the trials through the fire and we're here and that's really what matters guys okay um this is a feedback show and i don't think it's gonna be long because i think we only did two three episodes last week because mm-hmm. we had the holiday yeah i was about to say i got a few random thoughts and that's about it oh okay so karen's gonna try to turn it into a regular show um I but mean, we I have, can, they can wait till tomorrow if you want them to nah it's, it's cool so i guess it'll be some type of hybrid i don't know i uh, yeah for those of you that uh normally skip this show you gonna be you gonna be a listener whether you want to or not well they gonna, they can still skip it they probably won't know that this wasn't a feedback show right um so that's why i said they're probably press press play getting food and ha gotcha feedback show that's that's the opposite of how it's gonna work they're gonna skip it because they think it's a feedback show so no, they'll they never might, know what happened they might think it's a regular show the the notes on the show <laughs> that i put say feedback baby it's gonna say it's a feedback show <laughs> sometimes we don't name them feedback shows the, the description is gonna be Roddy Carey responding to your feedback. It's gonna say it in the note. I don't name the show feedback show, but that's, that's what happens in the show, and I always name it that. I never not name a feedback because I don't want people to. To this is the show for the real fans that really care about what we think about what they said. So I want them to know that we responded to their feedback. So I would never be like, "This ain't a feedback show." Uh, okay, I understand that, but some people don't read the, the description that you got and just mm-hmm. press play. So for them people, we got you. Well, they've been listening to all of them. Then they've been, they do that. They've been got. <laughs> they, you, we, we've been done got gotcha. Yeah. Um. Uh. So this is a feedback show. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. <laughs> leave us five star reviews. We appreciate. <laughs> everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball the bullet ball extreme and um yeah the um feedback show we're gonna read your five star reviews we got a couple of them on itunes mm-hmm. uh and we got one that's from like outside of the united states on itunes Woo-hoo! so uh, let me go back and open that up um we also will take some time out to read your comments on our website the black guy who tips.com now that that site is back up it was down for it was intermittently down for a while um and everything was going wrong with it mm-hmm. but um 
but uh, through hard work perseverance and many many emails to our uh to our host um site it turned out to be okay so uh it's back up now it's working faster as it ever was and mm-hmm. all this shit um so y'all don't have to y'all can go back premium people everything's working again uh those are the people i really worry about when shit happens because i'm like I, I need them to be able to get their shit now come on don't fuck with my money so premium folks got everything working again um some of y'all found out how to use the rss feed which is dope i think mm-hmm. uh I, I like when premium people are using the rss feed if you have any questions about how to use the rss feed the easiest way log into the blackoutist.com if you're premium go to the blackoutist.com premium page scroll to the bottom the entire instructions and screenshots and everything passwords and stuff is right there and it's and, a lot more simpler than people think i think a lot yeah. of people think it's very complex but it's it's really not it's that very complex. simple and after that all you gotta do is update a password every time i change it which i i, w- I need to do soon um at any rate though um you can also do stuff like leave comments on our site vote in the polls on our site mm-hmm. you can leave us a voicemail as long as it's seven uh two minutes or less as long as it's two minutes, seven minutes or less they're giving a monologue yeah yeah two minutes or less 704 5570 uh wait what am i saying 186 186 yes um and then also um you know people mail us stuff we got a package this week yes um the mailing address is in the we have an amazon wish list if you yes. guys want to go pick things off of that i think it's letting me do digital books now so hey. i'm not 100 sure but I, it's about fucking time ain't it though because i that, yeah i got some books that i want to put on there i want that michelle obama yeah but it ain't you, out yet but i know that's what i want yeah so so you can put that on you can just add it to the wish list and uh i think people can get it for you now so that's dope um anyway um so that's all the different measures of feedback we have and then of course we have the people that donated to the show uh let me play y'all music i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day new day let me holler at these people about this fourth jet uh marcus e recurring donator thank you marcus uh kenneth c thank you kenneth mm-hmm. calvin n we appreciate you hope the mcdonald's is doing well we do gerard l we appreciate you deidre h thank you mm-hmm. courtney r thank you courtney tyrone m thank you tyrone jason f we appreciate you jason terry w thank you terry alexander m you too yes damien r appreciate you jasmine a thanks waste beads by sura michael Irvin, the play maker yes eric from uh favorite state right yes that is uh attitude chick franco pride you know uh stefan h thank you jonathan w appreciate you deborah o thank you rachel h mm-hmm mary h no relation oh my a appreciate you janine r thank you mm-hmm. mr span from the span report podcast appreciate him we do andy s thank you andy mm-hmm. Corey b thank you Corey. jonathan h appreciate you jeff m mm-hmm. a- a- adam s mm-hmm. marvin b yes 
marvin b yes marvin culture h we appreciate you we do the notorious j fool appreciate you j fool mccall mm-hmm. f thank you km appreciate you early daisy photography and that is everybody thank you so much guys mm-hmm. play me out kurt Holy Ghost power Now I know we've been hurt y'all But still I smile Come on Even though it hurts you I smile I know God is working So I smile Even though I've been for a while I smile Smile It's so hard to look When you look down Show I hate to see you give up now you look so much better when you smile Smile for me Can you just smile for me Whatever you're in right now Smile for me All right, let's get into y'all's feedback, guys. Let's do this. Thank you, Kirk Franklin. Uh, we had two new itunes reviews from the u.s one's from trey victory one who says so glad i listened to this podcast l3-37 so i guess it's like l3 the robot in solo so glad i listened to this podcast like that yes screaming at us it's lando in lando's voice everything you heard about rod and karen's tbgwt podcast is true enjoy love you guys trey swindu thank you trey thank you appreciate you um we also got uh one from vay ben trippin who says stop playing five stars if you are not listening to this podcast you are only playing yourself mm-hmm. don't play yourself don't play yourself okay i think queen beyonce said it best when she said um <laughs> you try to play me you play yourself okay come on uh and then we got this one review from the uk from air adam who says five stars well earned i discovered the show a year a few years ago when i heard rod on bomani jones podcast and it's one of my absolute favorites and he put the you in there so you know he's not from america you know he's not rod and karen are funny insightful and talented there aren't many people who could produce a daily podcast even half this good i appreciate a regular place to go where i can hear issues of the day discussed from a black perspective and also with all the jokes salute salute back to you air adam salute back to you baby we appreciate you coming all the way from across the pond to holler at us we do um so then we have comments on the episodes from last week which we only had three uh we had the feedback episode then we took off sunday and monday because you know memorial day and we wanted to break that was a yeah. I, knew, I needed that break i ain't gonna lie mm-hmm. sometimes you need a break who would have known that technology would have gave us a unplanned break at the end of the week too um, yeah, this one, yeah, this one was unplanned. But I, I think people still enjoyed the ones we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1687 Unapologetically Entertaining was the episode. Uh, EKM says, Rod, I cried real tears from laughing so hard when you initially played the Git audio. My heart sings every time you play it now. I can't thank you enough for making it a regular on the show. It's so classic. It really does encapsulate so many things. Yeah. That goes on in the world i feel uh, like that's one of my that's become one of my favorite clips that woman being upset about cornhole is us about so many things come on you just like stop the tomfoolery okay guys yeah she meant that from her soul you could you could feel that angle mm-hmm. 
llama llama time says the website is so nice it looks great rod thank you before it broke it was beautiful it was beautiful but it's back to being beautiful again yes it is like I, maybe that's what uh made it so maybe that's what made it break you know maybe it was too beautiful and people couldn't handle it and uh it just broke on its own and just upgrades so one plug in on wordpress and wordpress is like you know what bitch i'm sick of you walking around looking all fine and shit fuck your website and that was it it was yeah <laughs> yeah exactly what it is it was like doo, 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 doo. i know and then, and then uh what was it uh when he was trying to put up balls deep in the pregame the lights was the power was like you know what i'm on i'm off oh yeah let me just bitch i'm off too let me just put it right here okay guys so this is all the shit that happened to me technology wise this week i think tell i got i'm about to say you might as well tell them about it i think somebody put a, a root on me you know and that's fine you know i've i've i have plenty of enemies but they won't they won't they won't overcome me okay they might oh, be no, mildly no. annoying Mm-mm. but they're not enough to stop me um but somebody definitely put a root on me because first thing was my goddamn laptop that my, my private laptop not for work Mm-mm. that shit just started freezing turning off about to get the blue screen of death and i was like you know what i am blessed and highly favored Come in on. enough ways that i can afford to go and replace this shit before it break all the way and i lose everything uh unlike every other laptop i've ever owned no, where, we had to wait till that shit was like i'm out well i was really just sitting there like praying over it and shit and putting oils and 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 rosemary and fucking uh the rosary beads on it like just until we can save the money up to replace you right you just like baby if you give me one more it's like a bad car you just just give me one more drive just one more drive to work baby i i'll look into it in the morning i know i look into the brake problem come on so uh yeah i i got i replaced my laptop because that shit was killing me and then i'm like okay cool and of course you know when you're a nerd there's so much shit on your laptop there's so many things you gotta programs and customizations so i had to do all that shit uh which is stressful setting up new technology new technology is like for 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 the the the, the new man for the millennial man um yeah new technology is the equivalent of like i built the shed in the back of the house from scratch you know it's like <laughs> i set up this computer so it could do everything you know like so it's kind of like that right um new technology it's not fun uh i you know i like the technology but it's not fun because you gotta like you said repersonalize shit and reorganize shit and sometimes you be looking like hey don't y'all all all this technology ain't nobody got no pre-program where i can just take it and just plug my shit i mean a lot of stuff hey i recognize that a lot of stuff is like that now but you just need to know what you're doing oh okay you know and you still gotta download it and do all the work so it don't really matter if you know what you're doing like it's still gonna take time because it's like well you can log in with your windows password on this pc and it'll go these are all the apps that you used to have and it'll download those but meanwhile it's got to update the firmware on the thing and now this thing is updating and the bios is updating and you don't turn your fucking computer off because she's gonna turn to a brick and <laughs> come on you know so it's like a lot of shit that you have to do i'm just one of them people that knows how to do the shit but it's still hours and hours of work to get to make my old my new laptop basically the like where i just log in and i'm like my you know it's like my old one mm-hmm. you know there's you gotta anyway like nothing's worse than you gotta know all your passwords all the i forgot this password i gotta reset this password Come all this on, type dog. of shit that's why i, I keep a list because honey you got too many passwords you got about 20 30 different 
40, 50, depending on what you do, different yeah. shit that you log in. It's like, everybody, remember your password. You can't have, you gotta be a capitalized, a special character, a capital letter, uh, a question mark. And you're like, God damn, I'm supposed to be in all this. So then, um, the next thing, um, I had an issue with my phone where it was acting up. And I was like, and I have an off. I had an iPhone 6, so I know that shit is mad old. Like an iPhone 6S. So I know me and Karen was just like, we don't need, you know, great phones. We just mm-hmm. use what we got. Mm-hmm. So I had to go get a new iPhone because uh, some something went wrong. I dropped my phone. Um, the screen cracked. I got the screen fixed. But I swear to God, after I got that screen fixed, for some reason, it just started eating up data. At like first crazy. it was yeah at first it wouldn't even like connect to the AT&T network. So I had to go up to the AT&T store and I felt so stupid. This motherfucker just legitimately reset my phone by like, you know, the hold down the power button and the thumb thing at the same time and reset it and put it back on. It was like, "Well, now it worked." And I'm like, "I did that shit like five times before I left the house. Why the fuck did it just now work here?" So anyway, he got it to work. It seemed to be working fine. But then I started getting these fucking texts from AT&T like, yo, your data is, is like, who is sniffing all the cocaine on your data? Cause... Out the blue, I was, because, because, you know, normally we way below. That shit was like halfway through the month. Oh, niggas, y'all use about 75%. I was like, bitch, what the fuck? What? So I had to like, you know, I, and I tried every, first I thought it was Karen's phone because I'm like, I'm always at the house on the Wi-Fi. Right. Why? It, can, it can't be my phone. I, so I thought it was me, honey. Like, I'm turning shit off. Like a two, three hour trip to the Washington fucking eat up half the data, you know, all this shit. Um, and so I fucking, um, you know, I, re- I looked at the like consumption rate of the shit and it was just like eating up data. I kept getting these texts. You, you used all your overage. You used your rollover data. You use, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So. Oh, a GPS wouldn't work. Well, I was getting to it. Oh, okay. So, um, we were going somewhere and the fucking GPS on the phone, you know, you're like, oh, I want to go eat here. And you know, GPS was to be like, oh, make a right on here at this street. D- gps couldn't even pick it up and i'm like what is happening so i got home i googled that shit it was like yo you your wireless settings for your at&t network you need to reset it so i reset the shit and i think it started working but by then i had paid fucking 45 dollars in data overage for the month um and honestly i couldn't trust the phone after that because you got to remember it wasn't fucking up any other way it just was eating data i had went through all my settings like everything it just was eating data i think it's like something was wrong with the gps and it was using data to compensate and it was overcompensating and eating up this is my guess y'all i'm not i don't know for sure anyway this shit ate up all the data in our in our monthly plan and i was so scared to have this shit in my fucking pocket uh eating up data right everywhere you go so i was just like i'm gonna go get a new phone because i know it, it probably will that'll fix the issue and plus it's about time to get a new phone so i went and got a new phone and um and i got the iphone x nigga okay i go during off hours we tried to go on thursday but you why the fuck is the at&t store i know this turned into a thing i'm sorry guys why does the at&t store exist why does it exist I go into this motherfucker. I've never been in and out of an AT&T store where they actually handle my problem. It's always a long fucking time, dog. Like, you go in, there's a queue of people. 
they're everybody's sitting down they're taking time with the motherfucking people they had beautiful 4k tvs that oh, was curved and shit oh that was gorgeous it was showing spider i knew it looked good because it was showing spider-man 3 and i was into every line what i seen sand and shit i was like oh i didn't know he had sand in his hair and i was like oh that's right because this movie sucked but it just looks good right now um uh, so i watched you know i'm sitting there watching spider-man 3 and i i went up there with about a good hour to spare for them to be able to do it and as i'm sitting in the lobby karen went with me and i'm sitting in the lobby and i'm thinking okay the movies are seven we got here at 5 30 we should be able to like get in and out in an hour and a half and go see it and i'm sitting there and they're taking the time and they still haven't gotten to me one old man came up to me and was like what's your name i got you i put my name in the queue we were only the second name and um immediately the dude was like uh all right well we'll take care of you i go sit down he's like you can watch tv you know in the meantime i'll go sit down and watch tv yo why this nigga just sat back at his desk and nobody was, wasn't helping nobody i'm like wait are they paying a nigga just to walk over and get your name apparently so. a whole ass person that can't help other people anyway so I, I'm, I'm fucking you know sitting there um and i see that whatever two people when we walked in in front of us then they start taking care of her and then there's this man sitting there and i'm just like you know what man i'm gonna leave and so i reached over to karen i said baby um so i think i'm gonna just leave because i i know this is gonna take forever i maybe i can just do this online and figure it out that way you know um and because they got online upgrades now too you don't have to go to the store and so i i go i said i'm gonna start looking like i'm browsing and then i'm gonna walk out the door because i don't want to tell the old black man oh, that i was leaving because i was even like take our name off the list but roger was like no that's what karen said but i i was like no nah, i'm gonna just slide out and i thought it'd be funnier and um so i looked at some different um things working my way slowly back towards the door and then i just walked out the door and then karen was moving too slow so i just started running and left her um and i was like it was raining and i like Mm-mm. i told her to go i said listen Mm-mm. when i say go Mm-mm. i'm gonna be gone okay that's why i don't commit crimes so i left her i just ran to the car and it got it was raining i'm old i was like i'm not slipping and falling out here this bitch nope taking so, my time they're gonna have to arrest me so then i went to i went online to look for the phone after we saw a movie by the way go see upgrade it's great oh it's real good. everybody go see it if you like rated r science fiction movies it's fucking great um oh my god it was so good anyway um so um like a quiet place and upgrade okay i'm just telling y'all so then um i tried to do it online the online shit is a man it's such a ripoff mm-hmm. it's like choose an option to upgrade so i was like all right i'll just do the 50 dollar pay up pay this fee and then i can upgrade nigga if you pay that 50 dollars you gotta buy the whole phone right then so i was like all right nigga you got uh 1100 for a phone i'm like well i thought the options in the store said i could pay that or i could pay like put it on my plan mm-hmm. and you pay every it's, month like everybody else it's it's a scam to get you to actually go into the store uh a lot of them are trying to do that to actually get people to pay for the cost of the phone now like like a lot of places want you to actually pay for the telephone versus actually uh leasing the phones out too. anyway it's bullshit because yes, it, it didn't tell me that option when i fucking till they got my 50 dollars and i still need to call them and get my 50 dollars back mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a scam because a lot of times when they get you in the store they actually want you to interact with a salesperson 
You yeah know? So they but can but i'm saying you shit you don't tell want. me that before you take my fucking 50 dollars. correct i don't care about that i'll go i'll go to the store and talk to the person but tell me that before you take my 50 dollars. like 50 dollars of my time gone so anyway i, I fucking pay the 50 dollars, and it's like all right now give us 1100 dollars for this iphone x i'm like no nigga what i saw i was just in the store i saw the like right, it's 30 dollars a month for a phone for 24 months or whatever the fuck so then i had to go back up to the at&t store but i went to a different one i went to the black one where the dude that reset my phone and it's just and guys it was a new nigga that day so and by new nigga i mean like he just got the job and he was super nervous and he had to like i walked in it was just him in there right and he was like i was like and he was helping these two old ladies and then after they both he helped both of them he was like uh can i help you i said man i all i want to do is upgrade my phone to iphone x i said i try i said i just need to know my options on how to pay for it because i i said if i have to pay a thousand dollars i fucking i'll find a way to pay a thousand dollars but i need to know it why the fuck I, that's my only option online is that my only option right and he was like all right we'll look into it da, da, da. he's laying out the options and shit and he just ain't seen too sure nothing like he was just like uh it could be this uh you want two iphone 8s i was like what he's like iphone 8 is buy one get one free i'm like well i guess i get me a phone and get one for my wife he's like yeah so you could do that instead and i'm like i guess i can't pass that up but well all right let's let's do that and so he's like have an overstock of them bitches because they thought he was trying to get you the phone well then well nah, it's just a special they have anyway whatever so then he goes well let me ask my manager i wish my manager was here i said what you're not the manager you're the only nigga in the store you're the only one in the store what, what are you even doing here alone so he was like yeah I'm, I, let me talk and then his manager came back in a couple minutes later and he was like um ask so like everything he would tell me he would dig up to ask the manager so it's like ah! he's like all right so i oh, think you dang. can get the two phones for one line da, 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 da. i said okay cool man let's do that and then he's asked the manager the manager's like yeah um you gotta have uh oh and he was he was like you got at&t tv i'll say i got you verse he said yeah so we got this deal with direct tv da 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 i said okay so then the dude the manager comes in he's like do we got direct tv i'm first of all i'm sitting right there i said no i don't have direct tv he's like yeah you gotta have direct tv to get the two iphones i said well okay well just back to what the fuck i wanted one phone i was like you don't gotta make me no promises one phone player so he was like um all right well yeah you can upgrade and it'll add it to your bill um i don't know why it doesn't show you that online i'm like well can i have my 50 dollars back because i had to pay a different type of fee to do the upgrade right. to the monthly plan right. so like he was like yeah you're gonna have to call them and get your money back but you should be able to get that i was like okay whatever the fuck um then like uh while i'm doing this shit he's like yeah um uh, so you're gonna need to get uh, um what the fuck was it uh oh it's like you do you want a case for it and they got a case and apparently these phones got wireless charging capabilities and shit mm-hmm. so he was like you could do wireless charging get a case and you get a screen protector for a hundred dollars or something and i'm like well i know i gotta get a case because i'm never gonna fucking own a phone that has no case that's suicide as much as these fucking phones cost who are these people that walk around with no case when i see somebody pull a phone you out their pocket with no case without i'd be ca- looking like <gasps> I'm like, look Bitch, at the, you must not never have a crack screen. What the fuck? Look at the ovaries on you. Just walking around with all that money just falling out your pocket. Mm-hmm. So, um, with like, so I get the case and shit and all that. And, uh, right before I leave, and this was on me, not them. 
right before i leave because i've been in here for like an hour and a half i'm like i'm i'm ready to go home i have other things to do I, I need to put up balls deep oh the website was down at this time so i'm working on that shit as well um i need to put up our premium shows i need to pick up our hello fresh right now you can't reach me yeah i was thinking about cooking uh as well and once they activate the new phone the old phone is pretty much you know a brick as far as unless you get home because you know whatever so i'm like okay cool let me just go ahead and get uh get out of here and he was like you want me to set it up for you uh to like to just put on the screen and the in the case i said no nah, i can put on the screen in the case when i get home right. i need to get home appreciate y'all help he's like all right man cool y'all i get in the motherfucking car the new iphone you can't i can't even get the screen to be sensitive to touch it was just a blank ass screen it was like the screen saver that comes with it and it says pull up on the phone if you want to talk english or whatever it don't respond to no touch nothing i nothing no nothing i'm i turned it off and on i reset i had to google how to reset the phone i did all this shit and so i'm finally like I, I don't even know what the fuck i'm supposed to do at this point i'm so like i'm surprised I gotta, he didn't test at the store well i no, i said it's my fault oh they didn't know because they could have opened the box and did the setup for me but i was like oh no nah, don't worry about it i could okay, do it I, I know how to set things up i'm smart um so <laughs> versus me i was like bitches you better set it up and it better be right so i get home and i google like what that apparently it's a glitch that some of the phone like a small percentage of iphone x's experience but uh a firmware upgrade the date that they did basically resolved that issue uh over the course of the time that people have had it but obviously since it's a brand new phone it's one of the phones that got that issue so i had to update the firmware luckily i was able to plug it into my itunes and say hey update this phone it updates the phone uh firmware for me right um still wouldn't respond to touch even after that i'm like but that's supposed to resolve it right so i'm like well well, what the fuck else am i supposed to do at this point um keep in mind i also was trying to um use a backup of my old phone to sync this new phone now everybody online had all the answers for what it was supposed to do i'm just gonna tell y'all right now i know how to fucking work itunes and the iphone that shit ain't do what the fuck it was supposed to do okay that shit when i put that phone in it was like sync it up with this this it was like no nigga this is iphone x this is different this on this phone i was like no just back it up from the other shit nah you can't like nah, you've been doing in the past nah we not even for these phones don't even talk they not on speaking terms they don't, <laughs> they don't know they, they, they was like who her they not facebook friends mm-hmm, they not mm-hmm. like they got Instagram each other pals. I'm like, nigga, I know, I bought the, both the phones. They're both mine. This is, I have access to this computer. Just fucking put the other shit on this shit and let's just keep it rolling. That's normally how you do it and you can just go on. It wouldn't do it. So I'm like too fucking fed up at this point, you know, not to mention, like I said, our website have been having issues right. with, with slow and connectivity. I'll get to that in a second. So then I fucking go back to, I get, get in the car to go back to the, uh, to the apple store and i um the the we have a neighbor this black lady who uh sometimes she's out walking her dogs or whatever and she was out she was outside she seen me and you know i had my headphones in and shit i was just like hey how y'all doing whatever and get in the car 
i don't even exit the apartment like neighborhood and um i don't know what made me do this i think i picked up the wrong phone by mistake but i picked up the iphone x and i i I went to go do something on it and it fucking responded to my touch all of a sudden so even though it wouldn't connect to like the at&t network it responded to my touch so i'm like oh also it responds to touch okay well let me go back home and see if i can figure this out rather than go back to the store so i go back home and uh my old phone is using the at&t network as long as it's connected to wi-fi but my new phone is only using the wi-fi if karen would like to text me it would go to my old phone but but if i want to make a call i can use my old phone but my new iphone x that they told me they activated at the store did not fucking you it was not working it was not connected to at&t so i call at&t on my old phone they walked me through it um you know the typical like indian dude that mm-hmm. sounds indian but his name is justin right you, you know like, type thing your name. Uh, so like that that dude walks me through i get my phone activated voicemail everything is working on that end and then i have to re-download every app i had reorganize my screen all this shit it was it was just a pain in the ass yeah, but i got my iphone x to work after hours and hours of trying yeah you you were a good one because my black ass would have been back up to that store y'all, y'all better get this right yeah see the, play, see I don't the thing the is i don't know how to do it the thing is i take when i get in a situation like this i typically take my anger out of it so i'm not like i'm not one of those people that's like i'm gonna go fuss at the at&t people because what really is happening is it's making you feel better to fuss at them but it's not resolving the problem any better than it would have been resolved if i can do it myself i'll find a way to do it myself because it's less convenient because see in your mind it's i'm gonna go up there and yell at these people and they're gonna fix it but the truth of the matter is them niggas don't know what the fuck they doing so i'm just gonna be yelling at them putting extra pressure on them for some shit i'd rather do myself to be honest because because they because because a lot of times they googling the same shit i'm googling they're resetting the same things i'm resetting that you know like when i went up there like to me i get more mad at myself when i went up remember when we went to at&t and the dude reset my wireless by just resetting my phone mm-hmm. i was pissed at myself because i was like i should have just walked out the house and reset my phone first and before i even went up here why did i waste my time yeah. i had to wait 20 minutes in line for this nigga to do the same thing i could have done and i yeah. saved 20 fucking minutes if i would have did it myself yeah I, I think our minds tick differently because you're more tech savvy than me i'm not i'm like bitch this supposed to work this is what you get paid to do mm. make the motherfucker work yes right. i'd have went back up there i wouldn't have been nasty i know you would have been mean but i was like bitch make it work well you talking nasty at me right now so it sounded like you was gonna be that's why i thought you meant uh because you was like i'm bitch you gonna do this i would never do that you know but um but the other part of it though is that um it's traffic it's five o'clock traffic so now i'm talking about driving up there and it's gonna take like an extra hour to go back and forth i'll be more frustrated from the drive than if i can stay here and do it myself now that's true if now if i was more tech savvy than you as you yes but i think for me because i'm not as tech savvy and because i'm like and i understand people make mistakes and all that stuff at their jobs but it's also your job to get it right yeah so you but it it was on me so i'm gonna inconvenience you but see you skipping over a part though it was on me because when they got to, when they offered to set it up i was like i can do it at home i've set up iphones all the time so it's on me it's not that okay. i wasn't gonna go up there and be like why didn't you get it right like th- clearly i didn't let them double check to see that they got it right that's on me because i could have done that 
it would have taken an extra however many fucking minutes for them to do that shit because you know how they do but i was like no i got it because i've done it before um anyway i got it figured out i got everything activated for the phone okay the website um so on wordpress which is what our blog is underpinned by we um you know there's a lot of stuff you can do like these different updates and these different apps and you know i've i've kind of redid the website as far as the looks of it but i kept most of the basic bones good you know what i'm saying so um everything was working fine then i did an update to like there were some things that got updated it was like wordpress did an update and then it was like uh these apps that these plugins you have they need to be compatible you update those things like that right so i update everything all of a sudden i started getting emails hey rod i get in this thing it says i can't log in because my site's been uh been marked as uh uh um spam i said what your your, your ip address is locked to spam why the fuck would it so i'm going back looking at all the updates trying to figure this shit out trying to see what could have possibly done it um still couldn't figure all of it out so i reach out to my um you know dream host our service provider like hey well y'all heard of this it's like oh yeah just turn off cloudflare and this will fix it so i turned it off didn't fix that shit uh all of a sudden people can't log in uh i'm using i go to check it with another account that can't log in uh it's like if you go back to the front page every time it's like logged out logged out well how the fuck premium people supposed to get what they get because you can only see it if you logged in so now you got premium people that can't do it so i'm emailing back and forth man they're like we're gonna restore backup we're gonna do this we're gonna do that i'm like cool y'all y'all handle it y'all know better than me man why i do that for whoever did the fucking backup on our shit apparently put some sort of like restore points like a a lot of restore points in it and it's basically like the site would come up and then it slowly it would eat up all the memory on our server until the site would just drag down start failing start having memory errors and i'd be locked out the site again so i it was and so it was i had to do deal with that um and it took them forever because i thought it was something i did so i'm like was it these updates was it this they was like no i mean have you tried this have you tried that i don't know how to code or any of this shit so i'm like figuring i'm literally googling and learning code on the fly for the last fucking 72 hours stressed out and when i get the the site up like friday night was just me sitting in here refreshing the site trying to do shit on the web ftp all this shit and uh and i got a couple emails into them and they eventually got everything back up this morning like last night was the worst one because i um i updated this plugin called updraft that makes a backup but there's so many gigabytes of data on our server that it basically ate up all the memory on the server trying to back up however many gigs of memory that it takes it was just ridiculous and all the restore points and shit anyway they fixed it this morning and it seems to be working knock on wood everything's back to full functionality if you're still having problems getting blocked or not being logged in email me the blackout at gmail.com but like during the underpinning of uh, the fucking laptop shit and um the phone um was the website and you know with the website every hour so i'm getting an email from another person like hey i can't right. get in the website hey is this thing is down 
uh tell me how to do the rss feed so like you have all this pent-up stuff dealing with it and i'm stressed out because i want these people to be able to get their product you know yeah. and so i try to be it was stressing me out not as much as you because i know you kind of was more involved it's one of those things where you kind of have to have somebody that's very positive so i was very very positive about you know the situation and things like that but yes yeah, because you fucking with our money like it's it's, it's a lot to it and it wasn't us it was all on them to actually fix it and correct it yeah so ah anyway everything seems to be working just fine right now that's all i mean to say so yeah. it's been a couple wild couple days for this shit it has and like i said you using them big words and points and all that tech savvy shit see that's why i say i'm out that's why i'm like hey i'm not leaving here until my shit right because when i go home i don't want to come back <laughs> yeah i mean i like it's not that i can't figure this shit out i know i can which sometimes leaves me in a bad situation because i should let the people do their complete job but i'm like if i can do it i prefer to do things myself if i know how to do them it's the difference between um um like if you go to the grocery store and they have those prepackaged ready to eat meals you you seen those mm-hmm. like some places they have it's like a bag of uh spaghetti you just put it in the stove and the, the spaghetti comes out right and some people are like oh spaghetti right like oh i i like spaghetti they did all the work i just go home and eat spaghetti <laughs> they did all the work they chop everything right but but people that can cook go home and they go this bland ass spaghetti they didn't put no oregano on this no shit. seasoning where the fuck is the italian seasoning no, i mean they, they got basic like you really you didn't bake the chicken before you made chicken come palm. on so so that's the difference i'm karen you would be like i just want this bag of spaghetti that's what i bought i'm like nah i want the give me the spaghetti give me the sauce give me the tomatoes give me the vegetable i'll chop it up myself i'll put the shit on here because i've been making spaghetti my way the way i want the shit done this way and only this way so that was the difference yeah i guess guess i'm just a bland iphone user because i'm like nope i'm not going home being confused not knowing what the fuck i'm doing you're wasting my time if i gotta spend three hours let's spend all the time here so when i go back home i can enjoy my new product well the truth of the matter is you got me so you would just do it give it to me anyway of course so i I, i've been i've i'll do your text before but me on my me on my own oh they're gonna fix that shit Mm mm-hmm all right uh so yeah thank you for the compliments on the website is what i meant to say we have earned thank you yes we did thank you we have worked hard to get your compliments on our website okay we deserve um the poll was it's not racist if it's true because somebody wrote in and said that was like almost like a motto of the show in one of their reviews and i said i don't know if we should be saying it's not racist if it's true i feel like it's not nothing's wrong if it's funny it's closer to, to what our motto is correct uh but it's not racist if it's true it's not racist if it's true sounds accurate still could be racist or nah uh 11 percent say nah like not that that's not true uh nine percent says it sounds accurate it's not racist if it's true 80 percent said still could be racist that's the group i'm in yeah it still could be racist i i understand lakita says if you say black people kill each other it's true but the fact that you're leaving out every other group of people who also kill each other 
everybody racist come on especially knowing you're more likely to be killed by someone you know than someone you don't exactly yeah or somebody looks like you it's a lot of stuff that people say where you're like eh, i don't think you're still racist yeah. what about the kids in chicago mm, yeah, you're still yeah, racist. yeah it's true that they need some help but your ass are racist come on uh episode why is it uh 1688 by roseanne had six comments then there's also we uh reviewed drake's diss song uh the story of adonai mm-hmm. um wait no not adonai this is buppy right wasn't it buppy buppy one of them one of his i don't, I don't remember uh but yeah we it was called by roseanne was episode 1688 uh wait why am i saying that well, i can look at the description and tell you what it was about <laughs> uh yeah it was uh, about roseanne losing a show starbucks training day kim kardashian defending her man push t's artwork drake dishing push t and sword ratchetness so yeah that's what it was about um so the comments got six of them one of them's real long uh mimi says i was meal prepping for the week today afternoon feeling weary of the ways of the world and thought to myself i haven't had a good celebrate from cooling the gang from rod and karen lately man what a shame i really love those victorious fun-filled moments where some racist bigoted public figure falls from grace we definitely are in drought sign of the times then the universe said here you go you're welcome while y'all didn't play my fave celebratory song it felt so good to commemorate the downfall of this racist with you both y'all had me dancing in my mirror imagine that i was stomping on the grave of roseanne's dead career bye bitch <laughs> yeah i'll tell you what man um my playlist for racist getting fired is exhaustive like it's quite a few songs on there got a few good ones on so there. i don't like getting stuck on just the same cooling the gang song because i want y'all to hear all of the all the songs yeah, we that might introduce y'all to some new shit bring me joy when i hear a racist person getting fired it's a whole mood okay it is there's a lot of happy songs out there p.s maybe the black pearsons could swap dages ungrateful behind for that little black girl from roseanne hashtag shrug oh from your lips to bossy's ears uh anonymous says hi y'all duppy the title of drake's diss track is a type of monster in jamaica my dad used to tell me the duppy monster is gonna get me and fireworks says duppy actually is a jamaican term for ghost yep well drake ain't jamaican so i don't know why i used it Mm -mm. sugar pop says so glad your rap intros are back i love your shock slash confusion when the lyrics are wrong you know those lyrics websites are written by colonizers lol they are mm-hmm. we got a long one from black barista who says i was waiting for this episode for a long time as someone who had to go to the starbucks racial bias training i was the closing i was closing the store and was forced to stay i oh. could t- right i could tell you that starbucks had a good plan but horrible execution being the only black person in my entire district except for the district manager i was trying my absolute hardest not to go to the meeting <laughs> i know that I, feeling right you was like can i opt out i know what's racist as someone who went from a mostly black store with the most with at most one white person there to and store to a store uh where nobody from my um no one got my moesha references i just keep my head down and do what i need to do right i knew it would be a lot of my white co-workers complaining about how much they didn't want to be there how stupid it was i was right 85 percent of the country i'm in voted for trump or the county i'm in voted for trump but still 
the reason the training took place later in the in the day uh three to seven was because starbucks has been losing afternoon customers for years now and they wouldn't waste as much money at that time for than an entire day right yeah it makes sense yeah, i knew they were off time yeah. uh and also i mean y'all be less busy uh pay attention to the system so it starts and we get put into three groups i surprise get put into a group with the store manager she's nice enough but bless her heart i didn't want her looking at me and asking me for my opinions as a black person we have a few non-white people at our store but they're white passing and grew up in a mostly polish and mayo white suburbs so they knew as much on race relations as i do about being a white woman with mixed kids asking to speak to the manager uh we get three big ass papers an ipad and a personal notebook for us to write our feelings about unconscious bias and racism what what the first thing they told us to do was ask where our family is from and when i said i don't know slavery was a wild thing they knew i wasn't really here for anything but food come on come on uh they put every black corporate starbucks employee in those videos so like all five of them and they gave cookie cutter responses about race all five of them we had a food who thought this was gonna work i mean mm-hmm. I, I i don't like a couple people was kind of like outraged on my timeline i was like mm-hmm. I mean, but are you really expect? are you really like I I, mean, I, at this point are we just performing mm-hmm. outrage because that's what's I expected mean, of us overpriced of frappuccinos come on yeah i just I, I don't think any corporation is gonna be able to do three hours worth of anti-racism work that sticks Mm-mm, not in three hours uh we had a food break which was dope because everybody damn three hours and y'all got a food break so like it's really like two and a half hours of anti-racism work come on uh we had a food break which is dope because everybody bought brought food and i was hungry as hell there were questions about natural hair only black person in there have they ever been rude to black people at work again only black person at work and comments video sounded like he was rapping some one day at all makes sense versus at us as someone who's been black since before she was born uh none of none of this is new to me but my manager but to my manager was life-changing i guess your manager i mean i don't know i don't know But they pay her to for it to be life-changing maybe and then also i mean just different black experiences maybe the manager had never seen or felt nothing like this before i don't know asked about their hair policy there's no stuff in our handbook about natural hair so i've been coming in with whatever i feel like daring them to fire the only black barista in the district come on and was told that they'll get back to me i asked about the customer policy and if now we can finally kick people out for ruining the third space they want to create um there was this old guy named pierre who kept coming in and saying the most racist shit he was from france and claimed to have been a proud french nazi when they occupied the country and i was told that they'll get back to me when the whole thing was over everyone was patting themselves on the back and and happy that they finally addressed all their issues i made eye contact with the only muslim person in our job just three days ago someone called her a muslim piece of shit and said her kind shouldn't be allowed in the u.s muslim people muslim people been here since before america was a country a lot of the spaniards who arrived in the southern states uh to found them were muslim and the first country to recognize america as a free country was muslim ass morocco but go figure uh she has been asking our manager district manager and corporate to allow us to ban customers and refuse them drinks because of shit like that since she first started working and they keep saying they'll get back to her so we made eye contact and gave each other the same look because even though starbucks wants the partners to stop being racist they don't want to stop being getting money from racists so yeah the trainer was mostly for white workers and your girl got some free food 
i hear you now that's a, that sounds about how i expected it to go yeah and i'll take it one step further man i i, I mean i i heard that uh they were showing like civil rights like police brutality videos and shit too in the training um to which i'm just like what was the full fucking point of any black person having to attend that we right. know so now i gotta watch out and sterling die because y'all motherfuckers want to prove a point like yeah y'all clearly had white people in mind to even come up with this concept of course you know which is fine but didn't let me opt out and pay my three hours anyway miss ct says congratulations on selling out vip yeah we sold it out twice y'all mm-hmm. still got plenty of regular seats available please attend the black guy with tips live 2018 gonna we be in charlotte north carolina so forward to seeing y'all it's gonna be so professional we coming up with so many things to do oh, we and got so much so shit, much y'all. stuff to see we're gonna have so we, i mean giveaways we are so excited let me tell you now the money's gone so if you want to support the, right, the money's spent we spent the money so y'all have to show up it's the only way for us to truly win in this scenario so we betted on the audience showing up and i don't want to call y'all a non-existent community but i will if y'all don't show up uh miss ct says uh congratulations on selling out vip that just means that people love the tbgwt so much that they want their own personal moment with you you both deserve all the success you're receiving and we look forward to the day when you say the show is totally sold out i look forward to it too i hope we get there mm-hmm. <sighs> lord knows yeah I hope we, get we giving people time to stack their money up we know some of y'all got ears off and uh be sure everything killed mm-hmm um pusha t's album cover which is uh whitney houston um on that krizak uh but her bad her bathroom with a like drug paraphernalia all over it uh was it tasteful was it not tasteful we don't know. let's see what you think yay nay or meh 38 percent say meh didn't weren't affected one way or the other by it nay 44 percent think it was distasteful and 18 percent say yeah fair play it's all good to me noel says since i'm an old i didn't know that you were talking to uh what you were talking about with that pusher album cover i cranked up the george the google machine saw the picture read the description and immediately thought oh no baby what is you doing uh that was a lot mm-hmm. I said, it was really a precursor it should have been a uh, foreshadowing for what he was gonna do to drake lakita says uh i guess it works for what he was trying to do but drake looks pretty young there knowing the story about the oh she talking about the cover to the to the to the beef mm-hmm. i'm talking about the cover to that album uh he dropped called daytona mm-hmm. so but yeah i feel you on that too let me move on uh then we had episode uh 1689 pusha t t e a i feel like every podcast must have named they show that i know we i know we can't be the only ones mm-hmm. that thought he spilled the tea um so yeah we had push the t and the artwork was the drake and blackface cover um which uh man that's just some that's just some unfortunate framing um that he had to deal with on that one anyway we had two comments eve says push the t handle drake that headed drake that l to the point where drake did not long ass explanations on instagram no one has heard from drake since that i'm not sure how drake can come back from that disc but i think he'll be fine 
because it looks like Pusha is making the same mistake Remy Ma did when Sheetha came out. Everyone had a good laugh because Remy destroyed Nikki, but then Remy kept going and talking it up, and basically she beat a dead horse to the point where people were saying she just need to go away, and Nikki was just fine when it was all said and done. Yeah, I mean, look, Drake can easily ride this shit out and mm-hmm. just put out. He he about to put a whole album out. You know, all the singles and shit gonna be in the top, whatever the fuck, on the Billboard. I mean, he's still Drake, right? So you know, he could. I would like to see him come back just for the sport of it. But I mean, if I was advising him, I'd probably be like, do what Nicki did. Just keep making hit songs and don't talk about this no more. Um, you know, I think that at this point, the only thing he can really come back with is raising his son i mean oh it's the only i mean that, i'm not even joking but like if if they if he has like a montage of videos of him being in his son's life this whole time and you know it's just pushing t was trying to make it look a certain way but really drake always been there for his kid i mean that's the only thing that really can show he ain't you know ashamed of his son or nothing other than that i mean what's he supposed to do come on uh push has been riding high off of this but he keeps on clowning and i'm already seeing comments from people saying to let it go the jokes will be there for the next week or so but people have short attention spans and eventually they'll move on to the next beef and drake will be okay like nikki but if i was drake i would lay low until this dies down because damn just damn yeah i mean that's the thing most of these motherfuckers here for the fight anyway they don't care about pusha t or drake Mm -mm. so it's just the spectacle you know and the memes and the jokes but after if if Pusha T keeps pushing it, <laughs> if he keeps going, then uh yeah, eventually they'll turn on him too. Like nigga, let it go. We over this, you know. He didn't respond. Just let the nigga live, you know. Don't people people already just can't, you know. They don't have any loyalty to that shit. Nope. As for Lil Tay, her mother and brother are going to get that little girl hemmed up. Her mother was a real estate agent, and what what she was doing was having Lil Tay filmed in these elaborate houses. And that little girl was saying that was her house. She had Lil Tay driving her boss's car. That's why she was getting. That's why she was getting fired. Damn. The client recognized his house in one of Lil Tay's videos. Lil Tay has also been caught on film being coached by her brother on what to say. The thing is, there have been videos of people rolling up on Tay and her brother, and they look shook fortunately for them those people have filmed them only wanting to clown but it's only a matter of time for someone who want to flex and get violent with her for clicks her mother and older brother are trash i hope child protective services steps in right because she's a child so ridiculous it's, uh, everything about them little white girl pokemons is ridiculous and, I, and someone told me she's asian so my bad i didn't know she was asian but same thing applies you ain't black and you're getting off on culturally appropriating the most negative stereotypes of uh black femininity in order to uh make money so you trashed me uh emil says do you think it would be entirely appropriate to respond to someone at work who is being annoying with you are hiding a child using push t's cadence no not appropriate yeah i just use it for everything now uh your breakdown the story of adonai was very engaging i have a couple of things to clarify about drake's track first duppy is a jamaican catch-all term for ghosts evil spirits anything otherworldly not just specifically ghost monster for example one would refer to a horror film as a duppy show second 
as we all know drake is from toronto toronto's black youth popular culture is pretty much dominated by jamaican dancehall culture or variations of it in the 70s and 80s there was a large influx of jamaican immigrants to canada and most of them settled in toronto it seems as if most jamaicans have a relative or three that live in canada toronto niggas love jamaican shit this is why when rihanna did that work video people thought it was filmed in jamaica but it was actually toronto in recent years some jamaicans have started to get annoyed with torontoans uh torontonians um uh co-opting our shit and not crediting us i don't care one way or another but apparently it has become a thing on a separate note i believe pusher will be the second rapper to receive a pulitzer not for artistic effort but for investigative journalism <laughs> this nigga scoured the blogs and the alleys of lipstick uh to stockpile the tea uh then he spilled it tea, talk about evil spirits push it is the real duppy right that's what i said i said ain't it fortuitous he called that shit duppy because this nigga push the tea is a demon uh he said tick 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 that man is sick 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 that line is pure evil pure evil that line didn't get enough um people was talking about that secret baby too much like he told his mama lonely saw his dad steve harvey suit wearing ass nigga then he did then he said your boy about to die like he went in the poll was did push t go too far yes he was out of order or nope it was fine by me 77 percent of y'all say it was fine by you 23 percent think he was out of order llama llama time says oh my god Pusha T, I just can't even. I thought Drake wanna be Jamaican ass nigga had it with Duppy, but Pusha T blew up his whole spot. Drake daddy do be wearing Steve Harvey suits. I know yeah! the I know the rumor about his son Adonis has been speculated on for a minute. Anyway, I voted nope. It was fine by me. I don't know how far it is too far in a beef, but I do know I have said some Pusha T type. This is when people don't cut the crap. I'm an introvert who minds my business. I'm a Jamaican. So when I lose it, I go hard. Pusha T just hit a wall in regards to Drake's crap. If I was Drake, I would Homer Simpson into the bushes and be a father to my child. Green Eye Bandit says, I was waiting for Pusha to unload like this. Didn't expect him to bring up the sun that has been rumored for some time. Anybody that thinks Push went too far must be a Drake stand or some young Thundercat. Did Drake not, did Drake go too far when he made light of kid, uh, kid dude's depression? Kid a kid cutty's depression i remember that and drug problems and two birds one stone did tupac when he went all the way there and hit him up like man he told he said don't one of y'all little niggas got sickle cell to one of them dudes in mob deep i was like god damn uh like rod i'm just scared of what else pusher might dig up yep drake need to be scared too Dostack says push a t ain't got ain't go too far in my book granted i ain't shit but there's a time for woke and a time for jokes that's what i'm saying and since my watch said it's roast the clock oh you must got the digital clock because the analog hands ain't made it there yet roast the clock would have just went across your your digital watch yo Mm -hmm. you'd be like it's eight oh shit it's roast the clock this ain't shitness is gonna fly and i readily admit that i laugh at horrible things like if drake wanted to be ain't shit he could clap back and push it by mentioning his brother's hiv scare or ask what was his greatest struggle uh growing up in poverty or defending being a whole grown-ass man with plats i will invoice ovo if either of these happen oh no uh push a terrorist is a 40 year old man who has held on to his braids almost as long as coolio 
you can't go nothing you can't put nothing past that nigga rap beefs are decided by folks with humor or object abject cruelty hence drake joking pusher for being an older guy when kanye is um met with push saying drake's best friend is dying from ms yeah 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 I, and i don't even i heard that's not true that i heard push and kanye like push is not uh young, older than kanye but whatever it don't matter on the track it's funny Mm-mm how folks treat other folk how folks treat other folk can be a reflection of how they treat others pusha t has been rocking plat since folks said bill clinton was our first black president if he does that to himself then what hope does drake have also drake's baby dresses like he has an endorsement deals from steve harvey drake's oh daddy i'm sorry dresses like he has endorsement deals from steve harvey's closet and bamas are a suit in poor him <laughs> i know he's never done drake any favors as a father but damn no yeah you brought up a gun the thing that i remembered after he dissed him was like well this nigga did sell drugs to the community i mean he, he probably can be much more heartless than drake can really dark knight says i think pusha t probably went too far then again i'm not in the line of fire and on the sidelines and i'm on the sidelines eating this popcorn i was more excited to see ja and 50 come out of the woodwork since there's rap beef just to remind everybody and laqueta finally round of times and i only said yes because he came for his mama his mama niggas snaps about they mama i remember rod telling a story about getting into a fight with a boy who kept on pushing him then he said something about his mom's voice now why he do that he got so he got rod's hands now in all fairness i was in sixth grade i feel like if that happened now i wouldn't do it but point your point stands uh i i did give that boy the hands uh i did not know if you came for gandhi's mom uh i don't know if you came can come for gandhi's mom and get away with it yeah it's hard man i mean that mama black people don't play by their mamas man like that's a stereotype that i actively believe in and don't you know i try not to fuck around with too many about nobody mama because I, I really don't want because you don't followers. know the background of the history they'll kill you right black mamas be going through some shit so you don't know what you making fun of Mm-mm. uh but that's all the comments on the episodes uh thank you so much we had one voicemail which i will try to get to come up now uh skype moves kind of slow um but uh yeah we have one voicemail of course the voicemail line 704-557-0186 you can uh leave voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less hey rod and karen this is jodeci from milwaukee wisconsin hey first of all i would like to say congratulations on the live show i wish i could make it but you know even september 30th not enough time i need like a year or two in advance (laughs) to travel that far but I would love to see you all live, and once y'all get up and going, I know that I'm going to be coming and laughing my ass off. Um, there's a couple of first and first, um, first and foremost is, you know, words I'm trying to say. Huh. Um, I wanted to talk about how y'all took this break. I know y'all people, and y'all need breaks, and Memorial Day, we didn't have work, but I listened to Saturday's show about two or three times, so I'm desperate. <laughs> um, and also, I just wanted to say and mention, because you did bring up a couple of times, um, I'm Jinkies Johnson on Facebook, and one of the reasons why I left the group is because they click up on people. Maybe I should let this go, but I left when I was about seven months pregnant, Due to me probably being hormonal and emotional and wanting a birthday shout-out, which everybody else got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
I mean, it hurt my feelings, and that was the truth. But instead of being a safe space that it used to be, it turned into, you know, people 35 plus, no offense to, you know, you all, because, you know, y'all not included in this. But, you know, it turned into people, you know, who could be my aunties and uncles or older brothers and sisters coming at me crazy. And I'm just like, where... Where's your life? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. But I guess I just wasn't cool enough to be in the group anyway. But that don't stop me from loving y'all as much as I do. Um, I know this voicemail is probably awkward, but I love y'all. Have a good one. Congratulations on this show. To many more. Yay! Black Eyed Sis Forever. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, uh, and you're right. It is awkward now. I don't know what to say. Um, thank you. Yeah, I don't Dad, think. I wasn't cool enough to be in the group. Yeah, I don't think the group ever was a safe space, and I stand by that. I don't think, um, not because I just don't believe in them. I don't think it's possible to have a, a safe space. I think people say that shit, but I don't think there's a lot of thought put into that, and it's something that people guarantee that's not, um, that, that just makes people feel a certain way. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think any of that, like, it's just, what do you call safe, right? Like, uh, I've seen people get roasted in there for saying some stupid shit and there's nothing, you know, I feel like in the spirit of the show, we've roasted people for saying stupid shit. So I'm not trying to be a hypocrite about it. Um, but there's always a fine line and it's impossible to navigate completely clean. The reason I got out of the group was really more about my own personal, uh, mental health and, um, you know, and just, it was a lot of work um people want you to play favorites then they accuse you of playing favorites people don't want you to play favorites but then they'll come and ask for something specifically for them you know like it was a lot of like pick my side in this argument and um y'all already know like my kind of mantra to my life like a lot of stuff for me i can understand different perspectives and and still like both people but not really pick a side correct uh because not everything is as black and white as people try to make it seem especially on it's, the internet it's not so you know there's been a lot of issues where i'm you know someone comes against me and i'm like okay but couldn't y'all just like block each other mute each other and not communicate anymore rather than try to get one of y'all kicked out of the group which you know might give one of you like a bragging rights but it won't actually fix the problem Mm -mm. so why 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 even interact with this person but um yeah but at the same time i'm glad to not be in a group because uh i realized a lot of people that would have quote-unquote problems with me it was all stemming from the way they felt about the facebook group and how they wanted it to be run or how they or the way that they got into issues and wanted me to pick their side and honestly it, it wasn't worth it you know um and, and, and i'm not the kind of person that would be in a facebook group if it wasn't our group so i, I think right now i'm in one facebook group and it's nina's project fandom group and i barely go in there because groups in general are just kind of a lot of people i as an introvert people are the problem a lot of people bigger problem more people more problems i don't need five thousand people around me at all times uh just doing good living their lives because i i don't have a problem with them living their lives i think they should be allowed to live their lives they should be allowed to have all kinds of opinions messy clean whatever the fuck but i don't necessarily need to be privy to them or try to moderate them or try to fix them or try to educate them 
it's it's a 24 7 hour job and uh that was the main thing that just wore me down uh to the point where i was very happy that we could let the group go and whatever happens in there now is beyond us you know yep um but the point that i brought up on the show is it is going to be interesting to be in you know this live show knowing that there's people that vehemently do not like each other right but somehow found commonality in our podcast and in space we created um that's gonna be interesting you know i don't know how you know you really handle that but that's just something that is become inevitable because the show has gotten that popular our online presence has gotten that big we really are at a point where two motherfuckers can really be like i fucking hate your guts i can't stand your ass fuck you but at the same time all oh, the blackout tips for life you know what i mean like it's such a you know from our perspective and our show is about giving our perspective and that's that's an interesting thing you know you see shit on twitter facebook or whatever and i legit just try to stay out of it because i see people like going through it i see people dragging each other i see mm-hmm. people fucking whatever and i'm like that's y'all's personal business you know if y'all if y'all motherfucking um got it in your in your hearts to go in on each other like that and y'all can't see no other way that that's the way you've chosen to navigate it's not like i've never been there you know we all got some people we can't fucking stand and we all got some people that we're holding peace for too uh by keeping our mouth shut so um you know i just watch everybody kind of do navigate the circus that is social media and i just try to remember uh not being not to offend anybody but that shit's not real for the most part like a lot of people that talk that way wouldn't say it to your face a lot of people that bang on people are doing it for the um pettiest of fucking reasons they're doing it for uh social capital there's a lot of retweets likes clicked up shit and most of the time with that petty shit people fall apart um those groups fall apart a lot of times because somebody's gonna not be on at the right time at some point like one day you're gonna want to disagree y'all not gonna see eye to eye on every fucking thing Mm -mm. and if your whole thing is i talk nasty to people on the internet eventually you're gonna talk nasty to them like it just it's just a it's just a cycle of shit that i've seen over my 20 something years of being on the internet it's like it's not even personal i don't have a problem i just try to stay out of that shit because i know i would be fronting to be acting like you know oh all i do is go in on people and roast like i would be that's not my modus operandi and i would be faking it to even try to start throwing my hat in the ring of i'll go in on anybody because honestly i don't really like going in on people nope um i do prefer peace um Mm -hmm. i do think of people as real people not just some motherfucker on the screen somewhere correct and um i'm and honestly the same way that was with firestarter where a lot of people wanted us to like fight and they really wanted to see like oh the black why you need to go in on them and call them ashy and all this shit i still remember how people were acting then and that was a real eye-opening moment for me because i was like oh y'all just here for the show of it right y'all don't care if i if we irrevocably can't be friends after this it has no cost to you at all but at that time in my life i couldn't fucking sleep you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like it like it bothered me to the core of my being i'm not trying to be like other internet people and i know some people don't have that in them they don't like they're very 
black and white they cut people off very easily i'm not one of those people like that so for me it's like the only way i would consider uh cutting someone off or some shit is um if i felt they were that toxic you know but the other part of this is i can't help but see things from other people's perspective like we had somebody in our life recently that kind of cut ties with us and i still think that was a defense mechanism for the shit they've been through like i like to a to a large extent it wasn't it had nothing to do with me they've been through so much shit in their life with betrayal and backstabbing and shit to them it's like a defense mechanism i don't take offense to it because it's like that's do what you got to do to be happy for yourself right um but as far as like the way people navigate social media and shit it's so toxic and it can become its own fucking um what do you call it um uh this is not the right phrase but self-confirmation you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying uh bias confirmation it becomes its own it confirms your biases if you surround yourself with people that always quote unquote got your back quote unquote and you measure loyalty by how many people are going to fucking um do what you tell them to do and do your bidding like a fucking child you know what i'm saying like a henchman or some shit a lot of people surround themselves with that shit and i i observe from behind you know from back on my side of things and just leave shit alone because i I feel like all that shit gonna fall down because if you surround yourself with negative people you make yourself be negative you have a negative attitude you have negative shit that you can't let go you see somebody make a decision you wouldn't make and you gotta roast them you gotta say something to them you gotta you know do something to them petty to, to to get their attention so you can fight about it and my whole thing is like whatever you're fighting is what's inside of you it's nothing to do with these people you know what i'm saying and this i know it's some hippie shit but y'all came to the feedback show this is where we talk about hippie shit right but i honestly do believe it's something inside of us especially as black people where we're dealing with a lot of fucking um emotional issues from rejection from racism from um peer pressure and there's a lot of performative blackness now on internet on the internet there's a lot of you know uh like a lot of the activism is performative a lot of the um a lot of the uh i'm black girls magic performative a lot of the hotel shit performative and it's all like i'm putting on this show to attract other people to like me and shit but it's like is that how you really are if i walk up to you in the streets is that how you really gonna be is it really gonna like is that what is is that really your life that you're living that way so a lot of the and and even to the point of friendship a lot of that shit is performative it's not really friends it's oh you're the most brilliant bestest friend i fucking got and then a month later i don't fuck with that bitch don't talk about me no more like what happened so quick because i don't have friends like that in real life i don't you know what i mean like so it's kind of um it's kind of is i it can be a negative experience and everyone has their own narrative of it i'm sure that if the people in the group called into the show and explained like why they think jinkies johnson da 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 they wouldn't be as kind as she was towards herself right when she was like well i got a little emotional i was seven months pregnant they would have been like man she always did da da so i like that's just kind of the way it works everyone has their own story so last year i said this shit a lot and i'm gonna keep saying it but when i said i had to step back from people love people differently this is the kind of shit i'm talking about where i had to step back and be like yo i love the positivity of you fucking with our show right i love that you know 
hey you're you got a child now you're fucking doing well in life or what you know however i hope life is great for you and grand for you and everything you need to happen i really sincerely hope that it's happening Mm -hmm. but i don't want to love quote unquote somebody so much that i have to get drawn into well i don't like so-and-so and and this person was on your facebook page and you ain't got a problem with like nope i don't want to do that you know the the thing where uh i now have to pick a side of a fucking fight that you had with somebody else i'm not doing that because that ain't me you know what i mean so it's that kind of thing where i have to step back and go that people are gonna be messy people aren't gonna be perfect neat things the internet has crafted our minds to think that everyone is this image that they put out to the to the to the world but that is a crafted image right that's a it's a cropped screenshot it is a it's a the lighting is perfect the you know everyone's intersectional wokeness is so perfect everyone's got might as well have fucking 17 phds in in feminism these days but that's not real life that's an image that people put out for the internet but if you sit down at a table with that motherfucker and you get to talk to the real them if they open up and they're not just looking at their phone you realize like yo no one's perfect like that so why do we get on the internet and navigate our lives so fucking perfectly so meticulously cut off people so easily and shit like that so like for me i i just have to accept the way that i am naturally and try to make everything i do whether it's our show the our social media uh whatever i try to make it a reflection of that you know because i i don't want to ever end up trying to live for a bunch of people on the screen you know so um and 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 honestly it sounds like uh it it probably must have hurt a bit to leave the group you know what i mean like i don't want to put words in your mouth but you know rejection quote unquote it hurts people joking going in on you that shit hurts and while people think it's like you know just some like fact of life shit it don't really have to be Mm -mm. you know what i mean it doesn't really have to be like things things escalate quickly when people gang up and they really can see the worst in somebody without even really giving them a chance when the vast majority of the time people are not that black and white they're not just good or evil there's a lot of people that are like if you sat down and talked to them for a second you'd be like oh i can see your perspective on that and that because and that honestly is the coldest realest shit i have to say in this age of the internet is we're still human and that shouldn't be controversial to fucking say right but that's the truth of the matter there's a lot of control freak ass motherfuckers and the internet gives you the tools to be a control freak you check off the right boxes then you get to be an asshole to everybody right hey man you can't talk to me i'm a triple minority so i get to say if you say hey man how you doing i get to be like well first of all motherfucker and then you can't say nothing like there's a lot of that shit going around i refuse to feed into that shit because that's not fucking real on that cult of personality mean girl shit that people got going on it's not real you 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 know it's it's as simple as turning your fucking phone off to close those voices you know you ever wonder why rich people keep going around doing shit that's all fucked up and people go i'm gonna cancel them it's problematic when are they gonna address this because they not they don't they don't bow to you like twitter to them is just a fucking tool to promote their next project they're not sitting around reading everybody going oh wow my last video really offended some people yeah like it's like and that and honestly they have it more figured out i think than a lot of people Mm -hmm. to be honest you cannot live for those voices in that box 
you know people gonna judge you either way and they're not gonna like you anyway and they're all waiting for the day you fuck up so yeah i'm and i'm not just speaking about this incident i don't know the details of whatever the fuck happened um but i just know in general there's kind of a a clicking up or whatever it's gonna be interesting because the click's gonna be at the game at the at the joint too you know clicks was at negro con you know um i hope they had fun to be honest yeah you know i hope motherfuckers that that ride like that because that's because see the the more hippie shit on the way but part of the thing i realized too is everybody that listens to the show everybody that's a fan of the show is still a reflection of us and they're a reflection of everyone's a reflect everyone around you still a reflection of you Correct. they might not be exact copy Mm-mm. i don't demand that but there but there's an element of them and if you're in denial of that if you don't see it yourself and i don't want to be in denial of that so there's people that you know they say mean shit <laughs> and it's funny like it'll be funny to me i'll be like that's that was some mean shit she just said but there's part of me that's like that too you know the wrong motherfuckers say the wrong thing to me and i'm gonna be right on their ass the same motherfucking way and i recognize that because that's the honest part of myself so that's one of the reasons i'm not spending all day judging them or talking about oh i'm not fucking with you no oh i can't believe you said that about so-and-so because i'm like i got part of me that's like that you know i try to keep it uh, a little bit more in control i try to save my energy but there's definitely huge parts of me where i would love to tell you that your little friend ain't shit you know what i mean i would love to tell you that you know and i try to keep that shit uh you know i try to keep that shit to myself because most most times there's no benefit to airing somebody out and then honestly you can't mend those bridges and i'm not a person that likes to live with a bunch of fucking burn bridges talking about i'm keeping it real because that ain't really real to me right so um yeah i don't it does a huge tangent but yeah i feel you though like and i'm sorry that happened to you but at, but at, at no point was that group of, of safe space at no point because if it was a safe space a lot of shit wouldn't happen in the first place you know because because there's people i can't vet every person and even when people were vetted they come in and you know you think they cool and then you just get to their topic that they're an asshole about and now it's not a safe space right so what am i guaranteeing safety well i'll kick this dude out because you know uh serena williams was uh winning a a tennis tournament he said she looked like a man so i kicked him out okay but if it was really safe he would have never been in there he would have known to to leave the group or not say that shit you know there are people in that group that don't even listen to the show mm-hmm you know never have and probably never will there's people in the group just because their friends are in the group they don't fuck with us they don't believe in any shit we talk about they don't really like us or like the show you know and that's their right which is why i had to leave but mm-hmm. the point the point being i wouldn't call any i don't call my own facebook page a safe space somebody will inevitably that i can't control or don't know about will say some fucked up shit you know so i i just don't even like to 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 say something like that and a huge part of uh the extra element of blackness is that a lot of people can only define their own blackness by the exclusion of other people they don't really have a thing to latch on to so they latch on to the idea of there's a right and a wrong way to be black and i kick people out whenever i disagree with some shit they did 
and and that's another pattern that i've noticed is is why i'm backing away from folks backing away from certain elements and shit it's one of the reasons i fought so staunchly when people try to hit us up with that y'all are activists y'all should call yourself that no the fuck i'm not you know because a lot of the time the shit that people do in the name of activism one is thankless but then two i don't know your motives you know i don't know you might have got into this game because white people hurt your feelings you might have got into this game because uh other black people did you a wrong way you might got into this game for some money you might got into this game for the notoriety i don't fucking know you dog you know what i mean i hope your intentions are good and i hope your work is good and whatever the fuck comes from it works out for you but these are there's certain things i slid away from like that you know because i'm just it's, it's too like you just don't know just one day you pop up and go oh so this really happened because some traumatic shit happened to you and now you're this we talk about all the time on the show how people become activists almost because they're forced to be i was i'm living in this fucked up situation something bad happened to me now guess what i'm an activist you know but i watched the toll that shit took on people mm-hmm. you know people having a fight to get their lives back now you know like i i, I love netta you know what i'm saying I, um friends with her on facebook and twitter and all this shit but like i like i have watched her fight to get her joy back correct like that that toll that mental toll that shit ain't good you know motherfuckers are homeless and people hate them (laughs) like i'm homeless out here marching for your life but you hate me i'm living in my fucking car and you hate me because i ain't doing it the right way it's just bullshit so yeah there's a lot of a lot of people can only define their own worth by kicking somebody out of the group and i don't want to be those that person i honestly hated the idea of having to kick people out of our fucking group every time i did i had to drop some long ass like this is why this person had to go and please don't be like this and if you are like this can you just leave the group now because it's just not worth it blah blah because i felt i needed to explain because it was so ridiculous that people didn't know that already but now i'm like it was just easier to not be in there and let somebody else handle that and if they want the group to be a ashy place quote unquote it can be ashy if they want the group to be um we sit up there and we talk shit and we uh roast people they can do that they want to body shame people they can do that it really shouldn't be up to me what the group is because i know fucking uh uh charlemagne ain't in his group joe button ain't in his facebook group moderating that shit i know fucking um all, all our contemporaries and peers don't waste their fucking time doing that shit Mm-mm. my job is to give you the best fucking possible representation of myself on this show the most honest transparent view i can possibly give y'all and make it entertaining that's my fucking job that's the only job i need to take seriously you know so the facebook was a bunch of empty work um and and like i said so uh i'm sorry that happened to you sincerely you know i, I don't think um you know but as a person that left the group um i I just don't think it's that big a deal to to lead a group but i also didn't think it was a big deal for i thought people should have been blocking each other and shit and that shouldn't have been a big deal i thought you know what i mean like to me it was like all this shit should be pretty simple and it's not because people are messy so yeah and, and, and people are people yeah and they're not gonna um they're not like i don't know i just think of the world a little bit different you know like if i have a problem with somebody i also think about the people that are cool with them and the, and the people i'm cool with and i think about the fact that they're not just how they are to me so say somebody did something let's say uh chris 
said some wild shit to me he didn't but let's say that happened chris said some wild shit to me um but he was cool with everybody around me okay well maybe me and chris aren't cool but that doesn't mean chris is a bad person or not a cool person he just for some reason we couldn't make it work but other people's experience with him might be completely positive who am i to take that away from them to tell them well hey if you like him you can't like me who who what kind of fucking egomaniac narcissist would do that you know so that's kind of that shit going it's that clicked up shit that happens all the time and it's it's sad because i keep going back to what you brought up um in the voicemail but we're so old like you're we're old are we never gonna not be on high school are we never gonna not be trying to remake a high school at on, on a social media or some people never grow out of it i really in my opinion i really do think you have people that lived the high school experience and it was average to okay or they were they were bullied or they were picked on so now since they are adults they can quote unquote be the cool kid on the internet and so some of the same tactics which hurt them and harmed them and made them feel a certain way they use those same tactics to actually attack other people and, because now they can actually be in the cool kids club and it's and by the way this extends to why i was on here two weeks ago like yeah i don't want to actually be mad at kanye this is a waste of fucking energy to me i i'm trying to balance my life out to where i'm not constantly in a state of turmoil because there's always some shit to be mad about always you know but but some shit i just can't let be that important you know so um yeah i i like i i think um i think i think your your voicemail led us to a lot of other points but it's just stuff that we talk about all the time me yep. and karen together so right, uh, right let me go to the next session karen i know you're gonna get cut off um give me one second okay excuse me but uh yeah we're gonna swap y'all over people in the chat yeah but uh yeah i mean i i, de- I definitely get where she's coming from though mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. I, at the same time i, I don't think um it's, it's it's not really a great loss to have to you know moderate your internet time like time in the way that you navigate it because people aren't um everybody's not there for the same purpose no they're not everybody's not there for the same purpose everybody's not there for the same reasoning um different people have different uh reasons for being there um and i think but like this i know me and my personality there are certain people that i know that will never click you mm-hmm. we could be cool i don't got no problems with you and you live your life the best way you know how but i know my love language and your love language it it, 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 it ain't the same and some of the same standards that i have in my real life i apply those standards to the internet a lot of people don't mm-hmm. like there's some of the same standards like i'm like hey if you this this and this i don't really fuck with you because i know in real life these relationships for me personally don't end well so if i see certain behavior on the internet and i will never tell you i'll go okay that's cool i can interact with you but i know that for most people it's going to be a service relationship i understand that yeah um and I, I'm not mad or offended by it because everybody ain't going to be your best friend in mm-hmm. real life and on the internet. So that, that is, that's the reality of that, in my opinion. Um, and also, particularly, uh, no, for me personally, particularly being a black woman and all the shit that has happened 
over the past few years particularly with the change in the president and all that stuff and 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 being more um conscious of my mental health and things like that like i really have actually been sitting and thinking about a lot of this shit um i i use social media uh for me social media is a positive and a happy place that's because i clean the fuck out of it and cultivate it to that form a lot of stuff i see people going up and down i'll be like i'm glad i ain't got them problems and going about my business because i have got rid of a lot of the the, the negativity or the thing that you constantly see streaming down your timeline um because the thing is the real world is fucked up and then you log online that's fucked up too and for a lot of people no matter how mentally strong you think you are it will break you down like it will eventually get to you you will crash you you will have some form of a crash because you can't be on all the time you can't be mad at home and in your real life log on the internet and be mad there too some people can't i can't function like that i can't function like that like my heart can't take that so for me uh i I put everything kind of in this proper place uh and i do get mad and get angry online and things like that but my mad and anger is a little different uh than for a lot of people it's not my brand to be mad it's not my brand to be angry and for some people it is their brand like this is what they do this is their bread and butter i completely understand that i just happen not to function like that yeah well the other thing too is a lot of times like even with jinky's calling the show that's her side of it so like i said a lot of times um and i know that there's not a lot of people that practice this um just by the nature of being around people and talking to people and seeing it my whole life i know that i'm kind of unique in this but you can be my best fucking friend come tell me like yo this is what happened this thing that i'm not gonna tell you well i don't believe you or some shit like that i'm just gonna take it under the perspective of okay that's your side of it you know what i mean like i'm not saying you wrong i'm not saying i don't believe you i'm not saying you can't be right you know i'm but I, and i'm not one of those people that's gonna be like well probably ain't even what you're saying no i believe you it's not even that but there's always some amount of bias to all of us and if i were to sit down with the other person and be like well what what happened i can already piece together the way they would be putting it because most people most people are not completely just black and white like that now there are some psychopaths out there where they really just go around savaging person to person and you really just you know everybody got the same story with their ass but a lot of times it's like i can see kind of how they got to that point too yeah you know so i think that's kind of the thing like and one of the things uh people try to use grouping up as a negative at just in general correct i actually don't believe in that no i think there's a lot of niggas need to be grouped up on so like uh you know like it's like if someone came in uh this is one of the things i try to tell people in the facebook group when we had it, it was like okay so y'all think it's appropriate to group up on a person that says um uh like they come in and say you know black women are trash okay i agree group up on their ass fuck that nigga right but if somebody came in and said um i'm not a fan of coming to america i don't think they deserve the same level of of grouping up on not saying that you you know there can't be some jokes and all that but there's like there is always like a, a line and not everybody can feel that line and i think one of the reasons that makes our show dope is that we have our own lines and we try to be more thoughtful and stuff like that um because anybody could t- talk about the topics we talk about 
but they might not have the perspectives we do you know that, that's true and also i know for for me um whenever like confrontations things like that happen because to an extent i'm i am an empath similar to you i try to understand the other person's perspective and try to mend and fix bridges and try to see if we can come to a a conclusion or 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 or, or something and for some people there's not there's never going to be a conclusion like they, they they're like that's it fuck you forever or whatever the case however they respond to it and so i had to learn to be like okay cool that's yeah, how I, well also like no problem a lot of that is internet related because like honestly if you sat down and tried to explain this shit to somebody outside the internet they'd be like so wait you hate this person because of something you disagree with about them a year or two ago like you hate them like y'all couldn't agree that this uh this um like say the you know the reparations thing where it was like you get ten dollars for drinks uh reparation mm-hmm. there's a lot of us black people out here like hey hell no that's some stupid shit right but there's probably some black people that's like i would go fuck it it's free drink right now to me i can kind of see both perspectives i wouldn't go personally but i ain't mad at you if you want a free drink who gives a fuck come on you know it's a drink i know it's a drink whatever but like imagine i post that article right a motherfucker disagrees over it two years later you still talking about this motherfucker ain't shit i've seen that type of behavior i have too so often you can't blame me for being scared of fucking with people you cannot blame me for being uh keeping to myself you know what i mean like you can't blame me for cutting off my access for a lot of folks because that's not that's not something i would want in my life that energy is not something i would want in my life you know what i mean so i think there's a lot but there's a ton of shit and then social media gives us a tool to be able to weaponize that feeling mm-hmm. and it's really a feeling that's about us it's the inadequacies and the unhappiness in our own lives that we are playing out on social media and looking for a place to funnel it into and i honestly truly believe that man i think it's so funny to say this but i do i mean and i've said it before on the show but lipstick alley gave me so much perspective because i was just like oh yeah i guess yeah that's like they're looking at people on the on twitter the way that people on twitter look at celebrities sometimes correct not that they don't look at celebrities too but but like that breakdown where you extract the humanity from it and you go well you know uh she don't like so-and-so because of this and she got this and i'm like yo that's some real shit we we really will treat ourselves like we're fucking celebrities but you're just a person a normal ass person you'll try to craft an image and they they crack your image and be like but you was just living in the library two years ago and it's like god damn how they know that but also if it's true why am i looking up to this person that has crafted an online image that doesn't they everybody that's ever met them in person goes i don't really like that person and they're kind of a cold person and they weird and da 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 but yet you go on twitter and everybody's like running behind them you know the people that stay in drama people are propping up the drama they love to see them take each other down but guess what behind the scenes everybody all of us got the same people muted because we sick of their shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's like a tv show you only tune in when they fighting other than that i don't give a fuck about the other shit you talk about nigga you know what I'm mean? like oh you don't like so-and-so unmute for two days up oh, she back on that bullshit bye click mute you know so it's like all this shit is so fake and phony and unreal that 
you can't live your life for it and i you know what i'm saying like it it sucks that people have fractured um fractured relationships because of this shit mm-hmm. but you know one of the things i just decided like this year was like I, i'm not like if you can't pick up the phone and call me if you have an issue with me or some shit if you can't um look each other in the face if we can't uh if if the only time you got an issue with me we got to bring it up in public or some shit and vice versa i'm not calling that a friend you know what i mean like i'm not calling that shit friendship so like i guess i'm not as hurt quote unquote by certain things because i literally never kid myself into thinking well that's my friend like no nigga you not my friend you know we'll never holler each other to see how we doing the fuck are we talking about you know like so it's that kind of thing but even with us not being friends it don't make us enemies and i'm not gonna sit around it don't make us enemies living my life in that black and white area where i'm like they cool mm-hmm. yeah because there's a lot of people that we might not mesh we might not speak the same love language but what i am not doing is saying you ain't shit talking bad about you in public that's what i'm not doing what i'm not doing is wishing harm upon upon you because i don't wish you no harm and we made this fucking space to be a place where you could come and get a load off that was the you know what i'm saying like it's a place for people not just and not just comedy wise i mean we are funny but we're not just funny it's also trying to tell people you're not crazy no you're not you know what i'm saying like more people are probably going to show up to the fucking uh live show that we don't even fucking know from social media and shit because they might have a twitter they might have a facebook but they probably don't even interact with us they just live their fucking life Mm -hmm. there's people in charlotte that you know are like oh my god it's gonna be a local show i can't wait to go see y'all show i've never heard from them on social media twitter anything i wouldn't be able to tell you their name off or online right now but they're gonna come just because it is bigger than just twitter it's bigger than facebook like the world is just bigger than that you know so at some point i feel like people it's easy to get wrapped up in that and forget that that life is so much bigger than that 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 the vast majority of people aren't on social media right a lot of people don't understand that concept most people you interact with are not on social media and the the opinions that you experience in social media are like a hyper hyper focused laser line of what you are into so if you're into feminism that then it becomes twitter's feminist if you're not into that shit twitter's gamergate if you're not in the gamergate it's, it's some other shit it's, it's all nerd shit it's what you choose to make it and that power is going to lie people's heads because life don't work like that and a lot of motherfuckers gonna be in the room staring at motherfuckers that they hashtag on site with and it's not gonna be no on site because the truth of the matter is it ain't facebook you know what i mean the truth of the matter is you sit next to the nigga that you just called a piece of shit and you really got to have to sit up there and enjoy a show for two hours because the thing that you do have in common is that y'all both laugh at our corny ass uh uh puns come on and y'all corny. think chris lambert is funny or you think uh guess the race is funny y'all both gonna be trying to win the same fucking t-shirt and it's gonna be funny to me because we become this hub for people in a way that it when I, we first imagined this show i couldn't imagine that no i just did i never thought about it but obviously anybody that that shit gets a little bit bigger and we ain't the biggest but anybody that shit get a little bit bigger you become that you know how many people are fucking woke but they listen to the breakfast club every day come on there's gotta be a ton of them right so if they had a live show and they were giving away prizes 
it's gonna be hotels trying to win it it's gonna be shea butter feminists trying to win it it's gonna be fucking um they're a fan of them blurred it's gonna be every group in the room because you the one thing you have in common is that you fuck with them right and that's and that's that's something that i had to just accept because i'm not trying to be a control freak with our audience Mm-mm. you know anyway uh but good luck and and like i said i'm not in the facebook group anymore but i'm still i mean all those people that i'm friends with from the facebook group for the most part i've remained friends with so when some shit happened or some drama go down it, i see it on facebook the same way everybody else do except i scroll past it like i'm just not even trying to get involved in the messiness because it's just not for me and if that's what people want to spend their time doing fine but then they both be on my page laughing at the same shit so i i you know i just wish if i had a superpower i wish i could make people see that part of each other so that they wouldn't have so many problems with each other and they can go well i disagree with so-and-so doing this but we both do agree that uh guess the race is hilarious so they can't be all bad right but that all right i'm moving on um miss ct writes in uh for emails hello rod and karen you both know i just started listening a few months ago and i love the show and everything you two have to offer but i feel like i'm missing some essential information so i have a few questions one what is the official weapon of the show the taser and the official game of the show bullet ball and bullet ball extreme come from yes yes uh taser because it's either a hot bullet or a taser so we decided it was a taser. yeah we decided way before um trayvon martin and way before black lives matter and i mean i'm talking about in the beginning steps of uh, us having a show we decided that um cops really need to go get to tasering people mm-hmm. and a lot less shooting people a lot less that's how it became taser baby so uh that was how i was like you know that as for a weapon the taser is the most like maybe you'll get to live after this that's a uh, uh, maybe hmm. but chances are higher than a bullet yeah. Yeah, so that's how that's how that came about. As for the bullet ball of coming to official sport, uh, we watched <laughs> we watched a video, um, and in that video, it uh, matter of fact, I might be able to find the episode. Was it Shark Tank? It was a Shark Tank bull- uh, video, and we actually watched it a few times and did basically went through the whole video and made new jokes and stuff with Justin and stuff like that but um we you can go to episode 1095 bullet ball redux um where me and justin and karen uh read watch that video um you can also look at episode 26 um where we did it for um uh it was mother's day but i think it was before we had my mom on the show yeah but uh yeah we did that's a bullet ball and then we also had we also had a video on our website called what is bullet ball it's the youtube video of it um so yeah we we um we have a lot of bullet ball and it's a lipness test yeah um see if you can can like the show yeah and then it looks like episode 30 we also had some stuff where we talked about bullet ball but 26 is the one i think you want to go to to hear us break down bullet ball and 10 and 1095 is the next one where we kind of break it down so uh yeah man i would say check those out if you want to hear it um they're free they're on the website look right beneath the pole and all the premium all the archived episodes are free okay number two where did the sword ratchet segment come from 
um reference the explanation from question one uh so ratchet is just i honestly we were reading crimes on the show for guest stories and stuff mm-hmm. and i was started to notice there's a lot of fucking sword crime a lot y'all i was like man and and no who why is it po-? and i just had a thought of why is it possible for a motherfucker to just go get a sword that does not seem like something we should allow in a country that is civilized and it led to me uh looking for sword stories and all of a sudden i noticed every day there's one or two crimes involving a sword in in the world every day you know and i was like yo someone should be talking about this shit what about sword awareness and so so the sword ratchetness uh segment was born from that uh, all right let's see what else we got here number three what motivated the dynamic duo to advocate for lgbt plus uh community of course it's admirable and necessary just wondering if there was a conscious decision to advocate for the marginalized group or just a call it like you see it approach to discussion uh it was the latter as 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 far as i'm concerned um we just we always were talking about it um and you know obviously you can go back and listen we kind of evolve quote unquote over the years i remember when we, we first started talking about um when we first started talking about um gay issues and stuff it was me being like i don't believe that being gay is a choice now obviously at this point i mean i know that it is it might what, who gives a fuck it could be a choice for a lot of people it, it still shouldn't matter but Does i was like matter? i don't even believe it's a choice so then why the fuck are people so dead set against it you don't remember the day you chose to be into women or men or whatever you're into there's no fucking decision you had to him and haul over and we used to have people that were sometimes religious like christian people and stuff would write in and kind of quote-unquote respectfully disagree and you know it just pushed me to a point where i was like yo there's no respectful way to disagree about somebody's humanity so no like no one write in about this shit anymore and i think that was a big moment for the show where we couldn't really go back from that because you know once you put it on the table that way it's like because i don't i never imagined the only people listening to me are people like myself so i figured there's gotta be some lgbtq black people that listen they want to listen to a podcast and not have to worry about every other joke being a fucking homophobic slur or pause or um or whatever and i already don't talk like that anyway so it wasn't really a hard thing to do to be like i'm not you know so i i don't know i I guess it would just kind of be that we already aren't like that correct so we didn't necessarily have this struggle of like well what are we gonna do now it's, it's like well we not really the kind of people that yeah that that were like well normally i would say some fuck up shit fucked up shit to you right now nah. but i'm not gonna do it you know we were never really like that so um i i, I don't know what, what do you think karen like i said i agree it was one of those things where i'm like let people live i've always been like that like just let people live the best life because most people want to live their lives they don't wish no harm on nobody no danger they just want to be able to survive the day (laughs) yeah i used to be like um i think you know marry whoever the fuck you want to marry you two consenting adults who gives a fuck uh that's how i used to feel where it's like you know and i really thought that was (laughs) i really thought that was like like oh that's reasonable like but then i thought about i was like wait let's say some racist shit happened to me i don't want a white person coming about some talking about some 
oh man do whatever you want to go nah i want that motherfucker to turn around and be like hey 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 that is wrong those niggers are people okay come on i need some brad pitt and 12 years of slave white people on my side and so i was just looking at it like you know uh before i even knew what the word meant or it was a word but intersectionally i would like to be that kind of person for other people where they're not sitting around um you know with us uh making shit worse or acting like we don't care or like we don't see it so it just naturally evolved we was already talking about these topics and we just kind of made it into a segment on the show uh let's see what else we got here four uh where did the white women of color life get started oh that was just a joke from last year that just took on a life of his own rod is pumpkin spice life over nigga it's never over it's pumpkin spice all year round on my motherfucking desk right now are you Uh, serious when i tell you it's 365 pumpkin spice in this house i still got pumpkin spice lotion in there um no it's, it's never gonna be over it's it is what it is i step into that identity anytime i feel like it okay i've talked to several managers in the time and i'm gonna after the show i'm gonna call and get my 50 dollars back from at&t too put a manager on the line think i won't when i will yes i will come on um so nah it's never over and and type your and type your white woman letter if if, if need be yeah um is it out of season is white i mean the fall season is just when we get our superpowers though yes okay it's not <laughs> Uh, i know i cheated with multiple questions in one section but i'm trying to keep this short lol rod how'd you make that crab and shrimp alfredo care posted on instagram it was Um, delicious i know it might be inflammatory but someone has to ask the tough questions um Ah! so what i like to do for myself is i like to start off with a baseline recipe from all recipes uh they got an app it's a really good app it is uh it even includes shopping lists and stuff like this um but for that one i just made it up that was it like i don't even have a special uh anything to tell you i bought i wanted some shrimp i I love imitation crab i think imitation crab is better than real crab don't at me um i'm I'm basic okay uh so i uh was just in my mind i started that week just thinking of like cooking a dish of pasta with some imitation crab and some shrimp in it and i bought uh you know i sauteed the little you know the the seafood first boiled the noodles of course cut up a little bit of vegetables in there um and then i just like poured the uh oh and then i bought some uh some alfredo sauce which um you know you can get in you can get anywhere uh it's not like i know how to make that from hand although i have made uh shrimp scallopini i think by hand anyway um so i didn't make the sauce by hand or nothing so it was a real simple recipe and then last night i made this coconut um soup that last time i made it i used conch i think that's how you pronounce it and uh it's a pretty cool recipe you have to boil the conch first basically make sure it's cooked and then you take it and you uh put it in a, a blender until it's basically just little pieces and you put and you put it all in there and it's kind of perforates the soup um but i did it differently because they didn't have any conch when i went to the store so i bought some shrimp and some big ass tiger shrimp i'm sure it's big as fuck um and some uh and some uh scallops and you know you put like you get some like coconut milk and you get some uh half and half some cream you know you put that shit in there you put some uh chopped up some uh some green onions green onions so underrated it was um, spicy it was good yeah and i spiced it up like i use because uh, see yeah, this is the like other thing spicy shit. 
all all recipes and shit um they don't have no spices Mm-mm. like it's, it's, yeah, but like salt and pepper to taste yeah salt and pepper to taste so you can't you gotta ignore all that yeah you do if you click down somebody gonna have an extended recipe of how they made it taste better yeah so i use the spices in our cabinet uh and i love getting exotic spices last night i used this this chili oil that i had uh to spice it up a little bit i um we got sriracha the the powder kind not just the sriracha the liquid kind mm-hmm. um we got um um what else i put in it oh these five different or six different spices that uh tanya w got us that mm-hmm. you know they don't have salt and pepper in them but they're really uh they're really, really tasty tangy yeah i use that spirit that's why we've had it so long time i know tanya was like i sent that to y'all a while ago baby we still using it yeah so i just you know like i'll just spice shit up with a bunch of different stuff and i'm freestyling in there mm-hmm. um the thing I, I think i would tell people just embrace the experimental part as the nerd math person and you know it's kind of fun to to be like i'm gonna freestyle outside of the the you know follow step one follow step two and start doing some different stuff so you know some of it's just little stuff like uh you know switching out the shrimp and the scallops and all this shit and some of it's big stuff like i'm gonna just go ahead and make up a dish that will be i'm gonna call shrimp alfredo i don't know if that's the right word but that's what we doing so anyway that's what happened <laughs> keep up and can't wait for the success of the live show i can't wait either I'm a little nervous I'm nervous but i'm so excited about the live show so excited but i'm not here's the thing nervous about selling out i want to yes, do that but yes. i'm not nervous about performing honestly no i can't wait well you was a little, I mean, me just you was a little, a little bit nervous. Like this. yeah just, I was say. just a little bit just a little bit you know but i but I'm kind of always like that for live shows, but that's just me personally. But you know, I get out there and no problem at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, middle aged agent, I'm the aunt. Uh, this is from. Okay, for the record, I'm hooked for life because I have excellent taste. Even when Karen made the mistake between Japan and China, I <laughs> I was listening and I was like, wait, what? Oh, okay, I know what she meant. It's cool, Karen. I hear your heart. I <laughs> Thank got you. you i'm so glad y'all get me y'all get me so if anyone says something that you can just tell them your middle age and asian listener said she'll co-sign for you in the asian community <laughs> uh p.s don't tell miss ct she was right i'll never hear the end of it uh oh so this is miss ct aunt when she was like i introduced her she got good taste she'll listen <laughs> look at this one after another too oh that is so sweet thank you see that's what i'm talking about bringing people together that's the feeling i want to give people everywhere i know it's right. not possible bringing people together baby but anyway um let's see this is uh email from kale who says try sending this via twitter didn't want the trolls to get me or y'all once again tbgwt is right on with all the things thanks again rob and karen for making sense of the well nonsense i was trying to send y'all a link to the peak white woman and white woman ratchetness because a reporter just within the hour posted the link to an interview she did with rose mcgowan Ooh, i didn't even want to use her name online because she and her stands be on the attack mode so long story short managed to catch a france 24 which is a channel uh on cnn free 24 hour world news interview a white british woman named laura sellier uh gave with rose mcgowan i was minding my black arse business catching up on some world news and that slid onto my screen shaking my head i was right on the, at the top of the hour and well 
it went on the off the rail quick it was not pretty and i think both sides uh both of them earned some miss ann awards for peak petty and shyness uh y'all be the judge um oh let me go back uh white woman in on fleek and not one mention of tarana burke of the me too movement tarana's not rose as laura's wrongly as laura wrongly suggested uh so peak erasure as well uh same old same keep doing good work out there in these podcast trenches and i hope one day y'all make it up to philly oh and on twitter her her twitter is at this girl kale all right cool um i've not seen this video let me see how long it is before i get ready to play it um oh great and it's about to try to play an ad first so we just gonna talk through this but uh yeah uh it's gonna be uh i think rose mcgowan has been all over the place and you know another person man i think a lot of the defense mechanisms of dealing with the shit that's happened to her put her in a place where she be out here just on one all the time being hella aggressive uh extreme white woman and just because some bad shit happened to you doesn't give you a right to turn around and be ugly towards everybody else come on but i do have some level of empathy for the fact that you know she went through some rough shit and she was a voice in the wilderness that nobody believed for so long and then this shit kind of popped up and i don't think she's in a stable place where she should really be talking to people about first it's three days since the disgraced movie producer harvey weinstein was charged with rape and several other counts of sexual abuse if found guilty he could face up to 25 years in prison he denies all allegations of non-consensual sex and is expected to plead not guilty these are the first charges brought against weinstein even though more than 70 women have accused him of crimes ranging from rape to sexual misconduct. Well, one of the first to make such an accusation was the actor Rose McGowan, who has written about her ordeal in her memoir, Brave. She's also helped to spark the online movement Me Too, which has inspired hundreds of thousands of women to open up about their experiences of abuse and sexual assault. She joins us now live from London. Thank you very much for joining us for the France 24 interview. Thank you. Now, you first accused... By the way, it's also weird that uh, in their montage of Me Too, like, screenshots they took from Twitter, some of them people, Rose McGowan, don't even fuck with them. So it's it's wild how these movements, quote-unquote, bring people together, but people still can't get over their petty shit with each other to even make the movement happen because it's, it's, it's such a human element that, we you know, we can't rise above it. The man you refer to in your book as the monster back in 1997. He was finally put in handcuffs on Friday. Tell us, how did it feel to see those images after such a long time trying to get justice? It's kind of like a surrealistic landscape. Um, Watching him in handcuffs was just something, honestly, I never thought I would see. And something that's been so gratifying and I think has really helped and will help a lot of his victims. He is expected to plead not guilty. Uh, There have even been unconfirmed reports, I should say, that he's been planning to stage some kind of comeback. Uh, Do you think that this is someone who truly believes he's done nothing wrong? I believe he may well be a sociopath, and sometimes sociopaths really believe they've done nothing wrong. I don't really care what he believes because 
I know the truth, and so do many, many other women. You say he wouldn't have been able to do what he did to you and to so many other women without an army of enablers and conspirators, some of whom were actually women. Do you think those people will ever face justice? I think they'll have to face their own special kind of justice because I don't think it's something that will happen. No, I don't think they'll face justice, not in the legal sense. Let's talk about the meat. Right, I mean, son, all right, so far, I don't know. Well, I guess I'll fast forward and see because she got a couple more Where seconds. The Me Too movement, it also spawned uh, other movements, the Time's Up movement being uh, the most well-known, perhaps. That raised millions of dollars for a legal defense fund, which is designed to help women who who suffer from sexual harassment. And it also, you know, famously got a lot of Hollywood actresses to dress up in black for the Oscars ceremony. Uh, you've called that movement a PR stunt. Why is that? And why is it different to, to your movement, the Me Too movement? Well, it's not... It's how it was formed. It was formed by the heads of an agency called CAA in response to being attacked for sending, rightfully so, for sending so many women to these hotel rooms, so many young girls who told them, and other agencies, they're not the only agency, they're just the biggest. And so in response, they kind of formed Time's Up. Um, I think it's well-meaning, I hope. I just don't know... You know, the, the money that they're raising is not for any victims of Weinstein or people that have been abused by Hollywood. I hope that the money gets dispersed and I hope they help a lot of people. Do you think the fact that the Me Too movement started in Hollywood um, has made it difficult for some people to... I don't know. Uh, this is kind of long and boring. Uh, I'll just say... Um... I, I'm not surprised that Toronto Burke has been erasing a lot of this. I saw a great Daily Show interview with her, um, where she's still trying to um, fighting to uh, to make sure that her voice is heard and that she has um, some say so in all this stuff. Um, um, and I'm glad that Trevor Noah and them, you know, are helping her to get the word out. Um, and uh that media spaces are reaching out to her to do that because she deserves but her movement is different than the hollywood version of the me too movement it's different than times up not yeah. that those are bad movements but it's a different one right? yeah so i mean erasure is <sighs> erasure is kind of a strong term because i don't think the movements are the same other than the me too hashtag so the erasure comes from them taking over that hashtag quote unquote but to be honest they weren't that hashtag wasn't for them you know what i'm saying so like and and that those hollywood people have a bigger platform so by the nature of popularity becomes erasure just because we as observers don't have the fucking fortitude to be like well not their this is their me too movement but toronto burke's me too movement was different and instead it becomes like people only bring up toronto burke to to do shit like this to slight these white women rather than to really say what her movement's about and to advocate for uh, how to support her so Come on. you know it's it's kind of like the horse left the barn 
uh wallace writes in episode 1688 love the show your comments about abc overlooking roseanne's prior racism and the silence of the show's co-stars is on point i also love the way your comedic commentary on the drake song where he called out kunye i don't listen to that much hip-hop or rap but i laughed out loud at your observations may i suggest this as a new non-recurring segment on the show take a rap song that's hot in the street and spill all the tea niggas ain't talking that much shit about each other on the daily or else we would but when it when it pops up yeah it's like the new nba they don't niggas barely fight uh episode 1684 check out a black french group called les nubians les nubians uh they are a nice r&b group i also like your use of spider-man theme song stay strong stay black walt thanks walt thank you see what else we got here um we got a fireman wrote in to say feedback show by roseanne hey rod and karen first off many congrats on your first live show long overdue also a great upgrade to the site thank you mm-hmm. for it crashed i wanted to comment on the drake push a t fiasco one w is jamaican term meaning ghost or spirit two no malice not only was push a t rapping partner the clips but his older blood brother oh, i didn't know that three the line about virginia williams is a, is a line about push a t fiance and four virgil is the creator of the off-white brand he used to be in the house with kanye helping with yeezy he has since went to do on to do collabs with nike and many other brands he also has a big position at louis vuitton i know there has been a push T drake lil wayne b for years this is the peak of it do you think this is all part of an album rollout push just dropped and drake is up next year no it's not you really can't put anything past the genius of drake keep the excellent work the blackout tips for life fireworks nah that nigga don't like drake that's ain't no rollout you know what i mean he would have said that shit if he had an album coming out or a mixtape or, or a fucking soundcloud link he was gonna say that shit uh our girl kim writes in uh falcons diva she says hey rod and karen karen and rod okay let me stop yelling because this email is all kinds of late but i must tell y'all y'all about me buying my ticket to the live show picture it atlanta georgia a few weeks ago i can't remember if it was a tweet or something said on the show but you guys said a huge announcement was coming remember how i found out about NegroCon? i immediately changed my facebook status to prioritize posts for rod and karen i sort of forgot about that then that fateful monday night i'm about to go to bed and i check facebook one more time the first post i see is karen about the live show immediately click on the link bought my vip tickets and went to bed i recall going to bed wondering if i was going to have to get out of work for the event in other words i didn't read not nan detail about the event just bought my <laughs> ticket and went to sleep the next day when i got to work i realized that i was it was indeed on a thursday during the week where i'm already taking that monday off oh well i'll be in the office two days that week i've done that before too still it wasn't until later that uh that week that i listened to episode 1684 then i realized chris levin was gonna be opening and what vip included i said all that to say y'all price vip too low for my money crunching behind uh to buy without reading says it all just kidding i really said all that to say there's no way i'm missing out on this event a while ago i wrote and made a comment that i needed to meet y'all before you realize just how dope you are and charge fifteen thousand fifteen hundred dollars for vip well damn it it's going to happen i'm so excited about september 20th i'm excited too man i can't wait to meet some of y'all yes me too like y'all behind the scenes we've been planning and we got special stuff for vip we got special stuff we're gonna get everybody like we are so excited it's been a lot of work and a lot of effort that has went into uh this event uh so if anybody planning on anything just know it's a lot of work that goes into it 
uh and other news i love that i can depend on tbgwt to keep me abreast of the urban news <laughs> urban news well my t- <laughs> timeline was full of kim kardashian and ron fest uh or drake and pusha t i didn't even read the details or listen to the songs i just said to myself i hear about it on the blackout test thanks for keeping this old auntie in the loop anyway love y'all and i can't wait to meet you and the blackout test family in september and i can't either and um just as another heads up we didn't talk about it on the show but kanye got a song talking about now that he got a daughter he realized how hard it is for women so if that's been on your twitter timeline you're welcome that's where it came from i just listened to the song before the show started uh also black thought has an album out and that shit was banging it's only 17 minutes long i think uh sound and soundtracks melissa says hi guys can't wait for september 20th see you there yes you will so let's get to the subject last saturday i went to visit a good friend at a drug rehab and while talking i asked men and women uh are not allowed to interact oh there's a sign or something they said they're supposed to but they make a way he says just last week a girl jumped from the third floor trying to meet a man and broke her leg wow and it (laughs) wait did you write your own soundbite into the email hold on let me go play the uh soundbite that that's amazing by the way uh she really did uh pick her own um accompaniment to her uh email uh (laughs) but she jumped out the window out the third floor window and broke your motherfucking leg what why Oh, I, I didn't even turn the volume on. That, that'll that can make you slap somebody. There you go. <laughs> uh, now starting Tuesday, uh, a gentleman at the gym starts to get a bit friendly with me, and I asked, I asked what I like to meet outside the gym, maybe coffee or a movie. I said I'll think about it. Okay, nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes a lady got to think. Uh, well, after con- converse, con- conversating a bit i got his whole name so i proceeded to ask my best friend if she knew him because they lived in the same town okay, okay. All right. that's all right. i mean women gotta watch that out for themselves you know google people yeah do, do, do you do you work in the age of uh you know all these serial killers and shit you know makes sense um uh she says no but she can find out who he is um and then she put sound uh bite all right um so uh yeah she said um uh uh let me tell you within four hours uh wait hold on she got another sound right uh all right all right so she said uh hold on let me get it to play all right within four hours my girl sends me a link and asks is this him i open the link sound bite um so i guess it worked oh my god 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 God. all right um uh an article reads man is arrested for double dipping a hundred and fifty thousand dollars from morgan stanley guess the race what i had two sound bites for this one um okay hold on let me go find it Ugh. all right so she had no this one was the first one what was the second one 
Oh, okay. My reaction is angry, sad, and disappointed. Alright, that was the first one. And then uh, <laughs> the second one. I mean, shit. I mean, you sound like a man and not make things What's happen. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy! Sound like a man and not make things happen. <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> Miss Smart, what you think? Sound like a keeper. I know it's Miss Smart in the chat room. She see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the next day I find, I kindly told him I wasn't comfortable hanging out with someone from the gym. I like my space. I walked away singing, and I don't have a clip for this, but fuck nigga free. Come on! Anyway, love y'all, and I love premium. Yes, more shenanigans is over on the premium. It is. And I hope really Karen is, brings back lip smacking good. Oh, she We is. working on it. Oh, yeah, I pasted the link. Love you. Mwah. Uh, yeah, and it's a link to the, the dude that, that got caught double dipping. Mm-mm. Holy shit. Wow. Last one. This is from, uh, uh, Lamera. Oh, Lama Lama time. Okay. She writes in, um, dear Karen and Rod, I've listened to your voices while working on my artwork your humor wit and empathy have accompanied me through hours of painting and drawing today friday june 1st i installed my artwork at a local restaurant cafe in portland oregon this is my first time showing my art publicly go ahead come on man listen we be making people somebody okay come on we had a young woman named cheyenne that used to listen to this show and we uh while she was painting getting her getting her degree and all her stuff and now and we're friends on instagram and facebook and stuff and and you know now it's like a, a a little bit of it's like some pride almost when you see her uh you know at uh you know at art galleries and putting you know putting her work on display people are buying her work yes, and people. all these people are liking it on instagram and stuff and i'm like look at my baby she's she growed up on us i know she do big ones look at her going out there and be somebody damn it uh i so study we, we oh, proud of people I studied art in high school, but junior year I had taken all offered art classes. My senior year, I created a custom art curriculum and continued studying and creating. Creating made me happy. I wanted to pursue the arts in college, but I was discouraged by my parents. I didn't draw in college. During my four years of undergrad, my depression became unbearable. I tried to kill myself twice, once during my freshman year, once the winter after I graduated. I had to enroll in intense outpatient therapy after my second attempt during intensive outpatient i received meaningful support from other patients the hospital mental health professionals and my private therapist i graduated from outpatient and began dialectic wait dialectical behavior therapy dbt i graduated from dbt in september 2016 i progressed immensely i'm finally able to manage my major depressive disorder i have episodes still but they are shorter fewer and further between and i make it through without hurting myself i haven't had another suicide attempt I started listening to Blackout Tips in the summer of 2016. You guys accompanied me on the long bus rides to DBT sessions when I was hurting, indifferent, happy, anxious, or depressed. Your conversations made me laugh. Oh, you guys have been my friends in my head when I um when I was lonely and abandoned in ways that I never imagined I would. Right, you have found a way to exist as a black creative that has given me hope and encouragement karen when you speak about the ways marginalized people limit themselves i'm emboldened to pursue the creative path i neglect it i am and i'm doing it thank you for your boot for the boost in confidence 
p.s i'm so proud of you two for pushing further out of your comfort zones to host your live show i attach a couple of my pieces to share warmest regards best lamar oh, oh thank you so much you, man baby thank you that's that's uh supremely sweet and um you know good luck with your artwork mm-hmm. um you know if it's okay with you uh i love to use one of them for the show art uh for the episode i'll, I'll email you back and see if you're okay with that um but it's so beautiful so right. yeah thank you you know mm-hmm. if you want us to uh uh put them on the show site you know so people can see what we're talking about we can uh, upload them to the episode page or whatever but uh yeah that's good man like i said in my mind i um i i imagine what we do is a hub for a lot of people that um mm-hmm out there that have lived different experiences than ours and right. i try to imagine the people that listen to us isn't just just us but they're reflections of us you know um and we all can have a common place to come together and have a little bit of fun and it not have to be uh about trying to hurt each other or kick each other out or you know just be mean to each other not that there's no place for that i mean right. look we've had some mean fun on this show before um <laughs> but uh that's that's some real shit man and uh mm-hmm. thank you for writing in and, and i'm glad that i'm glad you're still here man me too baby me you know? too and i'm glad you made it out on the other side so that you could help somebody else get through their journey and yeah my thing is i'm really big it's, it's just me and my personality y'all i'm really big about encouraging people and pushing people to live their dream and live life to the fullest you only get one time on this trip do it right yeah you know you know I, like i've never struggled with uh uh self-harm or anything like that but i can definitely re- relate to the idea of like being feeling trapped by you know something that everybody thinks is good for you but it's not what you want to do you know so you might have a good job that people are like that's a good job but it's not is it a good job if it's killing my soul come come on is is school good for me if i'm feeling like i don't want to use this shit and i'm never gonna be able to pursue the things i would like to pursue in life um you know so we uh i mean we have to make compromises and balances all the time but it does have a you know it feels sometimes it feel like people not listening to you when you're like i want to do this thing and i feel like i've always had a creative bug inside of me that was like mm-hmm. i want to do something creative i used to be rap poetry Drawing, i still have yeah, yeah i so, still so, have all that shit in here yeah something he hasn't really done and i i personally think roger can draw i think his drawings are beautiful um and you know maybe just because you know just this girly type of thing in me but yeah i think you know he's at a place where he can tap into that creative part or piece of him and it's one of those things where as you tap into it people that are creative some people stick at one thing and some people do multiple things like they're very creative in multiple areas so when you're at a place where you can create a lot of times that allows your you to grow and and kind of tap into things that you probably should have tapped into years ago so yeah man glad you're still here it's the only way to see where this fucking journey is gonna take us is to keep waking up every day and see where the fuck is gonna go come right? on because we don't ever know either y'all right you never have any good days if you don't make it through the bad and i'm glad that uh that i show in any tiny way has been a a, a positive in anybody's life but mm, especially mm. uh you know to accompany you as the friends in your head that are uh helping you get to uh to dbt yo that is that's an honor so thank you so much we'll be back tomorrow guys uh my gift 
but what about our gift karen that is correct we'll be back and also for premium people we'll be back tonight did y'all know fear the walking dead back already i know i thought that shit was taking a long break man they was like, like a we, day off they was like we just taking this day off all right oh yeah so we got this package i don't even know what's in it um dear karen by the way look at this card y'all with all these amazing black women on it who did this art uh all right dorcas creatives is that what it is Mm -hmm. uh dot com was where this came from uh dear karen i picked up a copy of oomk for myself what's oomk the book she got included in there oh okay okay yeah um so i need to open up this book first Mm mm-hmm okay you didn't open all this up yet yes i did and it peaked inside but then i wrapped it back up i like the paper the wrapping paper pretty too yeah look at this paper it's beyonce paper ain't that beyonce with the side yeah we got some beyonce paper we got some solange paper we we keep i know it might sound silly but i keep shit like that so it's still here all right it's, it's uh one of my kind oomk uh and it's about food issue number six food mm-hmm. in issue some- six we push food beyond our places we discover artists chefs and writers doing more than just eating an essential component for staying alive and a favorite pastime we explore food is art enemy friend refuge and roots forever food mm-hmm. oh and got pictures and stuff it's a really neat book yeah i don't know if you guys can see all of this uh on the camera side but that's what it looks like on the inside um and then there's also this which is uh oh it's a notebook Mm -hmm. do not live someone else's life and someone else's idea of what womanhood is womanhood is you womanhood is everything that's inside of you viola davis Mm, i know that's yours oh yeah you know this is mine thank you i ain't trying to step on and this your book too yep Yep. all right and now to the um to the card um yeah i'm gonna hold on to the paper oh yeah here you go yeah, I hold on to stuff, y'all. We got a drawer up here that's y'all send them cards and shit. We got a drawer full of that shit. So if you sent something, baby, we, like I said, I'm a sentimental like that. We hold on to it. We got shit years ago, but I don't care. I'm holding on to it. Y'all sent it. Uh, but yeah, I was so excited about the amazing food content that I immediately wanted to share it with you. The women who published this, uh, Biennial Zine, I think, uh, Biannual Zine. Hmm look at me trying to be french uh fantastic consider this a small thank you just for all the joy you bring to instagram through food and cocktail appreciation <laughs> yeah i was like anybody follow karen on instagram gotta think she's an alcoholic because <laughs> uh, every time we go out that she gets a drink she always documents it with the same like look i'm drinking i was like some some somewhere there's somebody out there like this woman needs an intervention what is rod doing with this i hope she and i don't even really even drink like that y'all that's what she say but y'all see the evidence also also i thought you might like dorcas created uh created create dorcas creates an incredible uk illustrator designer thank you for your beautiful voice and life-giving commentary heart i love yours and rod's podcast xxxo and your instagram joy xxx thank you thank you i you know what and i know it might sound silly i didn't because like i just i like to eat i love food and shit like that so i like whenever we go out to eat you know i um hold on to the pictures you know every week every other week i'll post you know various different places you know even when we cook like the hello freshes and all that stuff uh i post those and a lot of people actually really do 
love it and they like it. a lot of people say look i was minding my own business and here you go with these pics again so i'm i'm glad that y'all been enjoying my joy and like that shit be delicious y'all it'd be real good yeah so um all right y'all that that is it for today uh we'll we'll be back tomorrow for you nine premiums uh this is a i thought it was gonna be a very short feedback show but we got sidetracked to talked about a lot of shit uh thank you for everyone who wrote in um and and just don't please do not write in or send in voicemails to give us the other side from the facebook group of why y'all don't like jinky johnson or whatever the fuck i don't care like we got to talk about the points that we wanted to make uh without trying to pick anybody's side of that shit just i get it and everybody not gonna get along but don't waste my time trying to fucking do if the fucking facebook drama follows me outside of facebook onto this show then i'm gonna be saying mean things about people and i don't want to do that so let's not so let's just keep our shit to ourselves all right man we'll talk to y'all uh next uh tomorrow until then i love you i love you too